That sounded good to me. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hi guys. Hello. 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 Hi guys. <laughs> uh, and we we still sound good to you, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, well, should we should we start or should we talk a little bit more or? Well, let's start. Let's start. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, okay. Well, Dan, whose turn is it to start the show? Honestly, I have no idea. We've recorded so many times in the last two weeks, uh, most of which was the same content, just re-recorded, <laughs> that I have no idea where we're actually yeah, at. Yeah, this, this last, uh, the last couple episodes have been a little wonky. Sounds like uh, Mercury's in retrograde for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Dang. I do yeah, know, it. You know it. Yeah, we've there's been internet issues and uh, you know all kinds of issues. I guess mostly on my end, but uh, but uh, I think we're yeah we're coming. We're finally going to have the last episode up probably within the next couple of days, right? Uh, the what, the twenty twenty one episode twenty twenty one in review part two. By the time people hear this, it'll be up. Yeah, it'll be up. But yeah, yeah, the, we're recording this for the future. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that episode will probably be up tonight. The tonight episode. in our timeline. In our time. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to 2002: A Film Odyssey. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Andrew. And I'm Dan. And uh, yeah, we're we're back at you for the first time since our our big 2021 in review episode, uh, and we're back uh, back in the Odyssey. We're talking about 2002 films, and we're talking about uh, a couple movies. We're talking about well, primarily we're talking about slackers, but we're we're going to start off by talking about uh, Roz. The, yeah. Hindi language Bollywood quasi remake of What Lies Beneath. Um, what a film! What a film! Did you what a film watch it was. the whole thing? Oh, I I watched the whole thing this morning. And how long uh, is it? It's two point uh, five hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. Okay. Um, Dan, uh, did you watch the whole thing? I no, I fell asleep. You fell asleep. <laughs> I was watching it last night after uh, work, and I got tired. <laughs> and it's also very boring and not good, so <laughs> I fell asleep. We watched the trailer. Uh, yeah, we watched the trailer. Bollywood. You watched the trailer. Bollywood movies are generally like very long. They yeah, yeah. This this one was very long, and it as the only one that has seen it in this room. Uh, well, I'm, well, I'm the, the whole thing. I mean, anyways, actually. It, it felt very, very long. Um, well, before you two say too much more, we should probably introduce you officially. Mm. Uh, we're being joined by uh, uh, Harry Madden and Cat Connors Madden uh, to talk with us about Slackers. Cat, uh, you were on the show for our big uh, A Watch Remember episode, of yeah, course. That was yeah. That was a good, a good fun time. Harry's it's a great wanting, episode. Harry's been wanting to jump on for oh, yeah. forever. Ever since, since he... I realized that Slackers came out in 2002. Yeah. I have to discuss this immortal <laughs> classic. Yeah. Uh, well, before we jump into Slackers, should, right. we, should we chill out, as we say? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, should we 
I really hate that that's become a re- repeating. Uh, that's our catchphrase <laughs> for no, not ours, yours. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's yeah, let's talk about out. some other movies we've watched besides the you know the main the main movie we're going to talk about. Uh, have you guys seen anything cool recently that you want to talk about, or just that's anything? A, yes, that's a hard yes. Yes, we okay. saw the new Scream. Oh, nice. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, it was a big movie for me. It was kind of... Um, I really love the Scream franchise, and I couldn't not see it opening night. So after work, we kind of drove a couple cities over to the only place that was showing it. And uh, it was worth it, even though we had to sit in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Nice. Yeah. But... We, we really... I mean, I was... Yeah, I was so happy. Yeah, that was cool. I was... Yeah. And we had a... It was a... It was a pretty full theater, but also a small theater, so it was, like, yeah, kind of the best case scenario, and um, the crowd was really into it, so it was fun to get, like, a like a crowd reaction to the film. I feel like that's how Scream movies, like, should be. I feel like there was a lot witnessed. of Scream fans in there. Yeah. Good. Like, the crowd in Scream 2? Yeah. When she gets killed? Yeah. Everyone's they were, like they were exactly the like movie. that. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. wearing like scream masks. Oh yeah. There was a <laughs> line. That... There was a line in the film, and I won't. I won't say the line because it's a spoiler. But after that person said the line, someone behind us said, "Mm-hmm," and it was just it was, like it was brilliant. Yeah. It was just like what you wanted to hear. Nice. After after that line. Um. Did you yeah, I saw. It? No, I haven't seen it yet. I, I do want to, but I've seen, um, I saw Scream 2, 3, and 4 in theaters. Wow. Not the first one, but the, you know, 2, 3, and 4 I did see in theaters. That's awesome. Um, I, I'm a fan of the Scream movies, except for 4. What? Damn. That's my yeah. second favorite one. I Yeah, I do know that you like 4 a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you not like about 4? Uh, 4 was... Uh, <laughs> No, I actually think Emma Roberts is pretty good in that movie. No, I but... think so, too. I think she's great. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about the just... What do the kids say now? A little cringy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, have you seen the fourth one, Dan? I haven't seen Scream 4. No. Yeah. No. Never did. Uh, yeah, it seemed just like it was trying a little too hard to cap... To to do the, the meta thing for mm. me. Yeah. That the the first one, I think, did so well. Wait, so was four? Was that Wes Craven also? Was that like his last thing he did before he died? Yeah, that was the last movie he directed yeah. before he died. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and we went and saw Red Rocket. Hmm. Yeah. We. I think we talked about Red Rocket. I. I liked it. Yeah. You guys liked yeah. it, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of. Yeah. No, it was a great movie. Great performances. Definitely. Um. It's kind of like. Maybe. It was, it was gross. It was very uncomfortable. A, yeah. 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 I mean, I think that was the intent. Me too. But, That's why. Yeah. Definitely uh, liked it. Yeah. Simon Rex was a very convincing asshole. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him in, in anything outside of a scary movie. Movie. Scary movie three. Speaking of um, scary movie, yeah. Did you guys see yeah. the scary movies in theaters? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, so did I. I didn't see any screams <laughs> in theaters, but I saw all the scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw all of them up to a point. In yeah, I mean, uh, there was a I point mean, where I tapped out. Uh, yeah, how many are let there? Let me 
There's well, let me think about this. So I saw the first one in theaters for sure. The second one several times. The third one, Dan and I, I think, saw together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth one, that was the the one with like the War of the Worlds parody, <laughs> right? The Jack Ryan Express. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I definitely that saw that a, one. That was a part that made me laugh a lot in theaters, <laughs> yeah. even though uh, against my better judgment. <laughs> do you do you two have any idea what we're talking about when we say the Jack Ryan Express? <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Do you do you remember in War of the Worlds when uh Tom Cruise and his son were like playing catch in their front yard and they were talking about uh, yeah. I don't know, weather. I can't remember what they were talking about. Yeah. Uh but anyhow, the the Tom Cruise proxy in Scary Movie was <laughs> yeah. okay, played by I think Craig Bierko, right? And he yeah. was they were playing catch and he was like saying, Oh, you ready for the the Tom Ryan Express? And, yeah. <laughs> And then he, like, uh, nails Ryan, him, right? right? Tom Ryan, like, not Jack yeah. Ryan, yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't nail him. You might think that's what happens, but he just, like, does a really weak uh, oh. fastball that, like, just instantly torpedoes into the ground. That's what it, yeah. I remember the torpedoed that's into the ground. Funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. That is funny. I feel that's like the it was funniest, in the trailer. Probably the funniest thing in any scary movie. <laughs> possibly uh yeah the scary the scary movies are rough if you watch them now i haven't i've not revisited them i I was thinking of revisiting the first one Mm -hmm. i don't recommend it if you have any kind of fondness for him just like let that fondness yeah uh, live there uh live there yeah Yeah. exactly that's what we said about kung pao i feel like that's what you're learning from this podcast in general because like this this movie is very much the same i had the soundtrack on cd just for the killer's rap for which movie? Scary movie. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That This podcast has taught us a lot about <laughs> how we have uh, matured over the years. Yeah. 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 The, the scary... Uh, I mean, I, I have an attempted scary movie too, which is a terrible movie. <laughs> that was um, the first one I ever saw. Really? Yeah, and it's most memorable. It's the one when I think of scary movie, I think of scary movie too. I think of the guy with the hand and um, <laughs> yeah, at the so, house yeah. and yeah, yeah, like that's what I think of. Yeah, uh, I was gonna do his voice, but I can't really remember <laughs> what it was. Like, uh, I don't know that I should try. I have it in my head, but do it's it, probably not I'm accurate. Not do it. Uh, I mean, you don't have to do it. I can't. Is it like kind of a? problematic uh no it's just like i'll do it it with my good hand it's like like a southern yeah southern gentleman yeah like southern gothic okay my germs it's it's a little (laughs) bit like the like old man pedophile character from family guy yeah oh right i think of it yeah but that could be wrong i don't i could just be conflating those two characters over the years but (laughs) that's kind of how i remember it uh but yeah, that that's kind of a popular character from Scary Movie too, right? Like, uh, yeah, it, yeah. I've seen like memes of that guy. Yeah, that character, uh, which is it sucks because Chris Elliott is like a very funny uh, actor and has done a lot of funny stuff over the years. And like a certain generation is just gonna know him as the the, yeah. the like guy with the hand, the guy from with the hand, Scary yeah, Movie too, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw that movie twice in theaters. Scary wow. movie too. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made my mom take me to see the first one, and then I mm-hmm. traded my copy of Resident Evil on DVD for Scary Movie Two on DVD. 
Nice. Like at a like just at with a, a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was like, "I'll take this one." And <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, where? How did we get on the scary movie oh, franchise? Yeah. Oh, Scream. Scream Five. Yeah. Scream Five. Yeah, I do want to see it, but which could have I... been named Screams, and then the S at the end could have been a five. But that's just my two cents. Five yeah. cream. Oh, instead of five cream, instead yeah. of yeah, uh... yeah, because that was not. They didn't. Yeah, I understand yeah. why they didn't want that, but still could have done something right. instead of just naming Scream again. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. I've got a plane coming overhead. <laughs> we can leave this in if we want, but uh, now I, you know, I haven't seen it. You don't have to spoil this if you don't want to. But I'm, you know, the the Scream series is so meta. Do they like? address why the movie is called just scream instead of scream five yes okay because yeah, it's they they're they're they keep the one of the themes is like um the original requels they... yeah or they 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 often say like it, it always goes back to the original like that's like mm-hmm. a common you know way they're kind of figuring out what's going to happen so i think yeah. that that's why um yeah yeah uh yeah i like those directors like i really mm-hmm. liked um southbound the like that horror anthology movie that came out like five years ago i think yeah i haven't seen that i really want to yeah um, i think you'd like it yeah i'll check it out yeah, i know it's the ready or not guys yeah it's the same guys that did ready or not i think ready or not was their first like big yeah big movie i know it's like i think it's the same writer as zodiac Am I correct? Is that true? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what's the guy guy's name that wrote Zodiac? That did uh, like Darkness Falls. James yeah, Vanderbilt. it is the same writer. Yeah, James Vanderbilt. So he wrote this, I think. Okay. Not, not James Vanderbeek. Right. Yeah, Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh, James Vanderbilt is a weird writer, though, because like, yeah, he wrote Zodiac, but he also wrote like independence day resurgence <laughs> and murder mystery the adam sandler netflix movie so oh, I, I don't really know what to make of him as a writer sounds like even he though likes I love murder mysteries. Yeah. yeah i mean he's written one great film basic I think we that's would. right yeah <laughs> he wrote basic yeah he did nice is, is that good uh, no. uh basic's got charm but it's, i wouldn't call it good but I no i wouldn't call it good either um probably lives up to his title yeah it's like it as far as like early 2000s thrillers go it's like a, a rashomon style thriller with yeah. john travolta and it also heavily features uh black betty by ram jam yeah Ooh, always a classic yeah. and giovanni rabisi doing a very <gasps> weird voice mm-hmm. oh yeah i don't yeah his character sounds like dr evil yeah that sounds like penguin or something or lauren michaels or whatever you want to call it that's funny um but yeah i do want to see the new scream i haven't had a chance yet hopefully i can do it soon it's Uh, a lot of fun i hope mm -hmm. you enjoy it good fun yeah good time yeah uh have we all seen scream three yes yeah yeah uh who really likes scream 3 i do because i do yeah 
I, I like all. I even like the Jane Son and Bob cameo. <laughs> mm-hmm. The much maligned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like yeah. yes. It's the. Yeah, I feel like people for a really long time talk shit on Scream Three, but I think now it's finally starting to get like sort of a cult following. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so I want to see that. Uh, have you watched anything, Dan, in the last uh, honestly, week or so? No, not a lot. Uh, the only thing I've watched besides stuff that for this podcast is uh, the William Friedkin movie Cruising. Oh, cool. Uh, I wanted the, to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Canopy, which is the like library card streaming service. Oh, cool. Um, it's good. It's... Uh, very interesting movie obviously at the time it uh, got a lot of um, protests because of the way it portrayed like you know sort of um, LGBT characters uh, but I think it's actually a much more interesting movie th- than writing it off as being like homophobic I actually didn't really think the movie was like homophobic at all um, but I also I mean I'm not gay so I guess that's not my call but um it's based yeah. off of a true story or something. Yeah, it's yeah. based off of and in yeah, Long Beach, right? Like, isn't it? Or is that? Um, no, I think I, it's New York. Uh, I didn't know the Long Beach part. If that's true, or... I don't know. I thought I, it was New York, but I, yeah, it is based off a real series of murders mm-hmm. that right. was happening. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. Some interesting stuff about the movie. To, one interesting thing about the movie was that Steven Spielberg was originally going to make it, mm-hmm. which would have been very interesting i feel like that would have like sent steven spielberg's career in like a totally different <laughs> to a tail direction <laughs> yeah he ended up making jaws instead because it was a few years before it actually ended up getting made um but yeah it's a it's an interesting movie yeah um yeah i thought it was like um like a crew member that worked on the exorcist was actually the the perpetrator of the crimes is that yeah not... is that the yeah condition? right yeah i think i think that's true it's one of those yeah, i like, mean that's what i'd always about the exorcist you know yeah like this scene you can literally see the you know serial killer he's like in a scene oh what? he doesn't have a talking role but yeah. he's like um i didn't know that i can't believe i didn't know that yeah yeah i think that it was like a crew member on the exorcist that that was like the basis for the killer in cruising. Mm. Uh, I gotta look, you know, all these things up. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking out of our butts. Yeah, at least yeah, I am. Not me, just just me. There's a lot of interesting stories about like William Friedkin like going to these like leather bars and mm-hmm. stuff cool. in preparation for like the movie. Yeah. And like he's one story where he's like, yeah, he just like went in like a jockstrap. <laughs> so it's just freaking went in just William, a job stra- uh, just William freaking in a jock strap yeah. like for research for this movie which is i mean that's like that's like going deep yeah cover just like his character deep freaking <laughs> yeah um yeah. well everybody else was clad in leathers <laughs> <laughs> clad in leathers just like 88 minutes uh <laughs> What was yeah. that, Harry? I don't have any leathers, but I have this jock strap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think uh, Cruising is on, uh, like, Arrow did a release for it, like, within the last five years or so. So you could probably pick it up on their website. Yeah, it's it's um, it's around 20 bucks. So yeah. Not that expensive. Uh, and I, yeah, I've pretty much just watched stuff for the podcast in the last, like, week. Uh, and also we've spent a lot of time working on the last <laughs> episode, so we haven't had a lot of time. But, um, oh, we watched uh, Eastern Promises last nice. Wednesday. Yeah, uh, which is a movie I like a lot, and I picked it for our movie night, and I showed it to Dan and Travis because they hadn't seen it before. Have Have you two seen it? Oh, yeah, I really mm-hmm. enjoy that movie. I think it's yeah. great. Yeah, I like how gory it is. It's definitely a lot more gory than I think a lot of your uh, like standard like mob-type movies yeah. are, just because it has the, the Cronenberg factor. Yeah. Where he's like really clearly really interested in showing you like the guy's neck being sliced open exactly. to the point where the the guy whose neck is being sliced like pulls his shirt down to expose it to the yeah. camera. Yeah, and it's got that naked uh, bathhouse fight scene. Great fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is a really good fight scene. The thing that comes to mind when I think of Eastern Promises is. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend saw it, and uh, he was really inspired by the um, Russian prison tattoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he got two of them on his knees. And then a couple years later, he tried to join the Navy, and they wouldn't let him in the Navy because he had um, gang-affiliated gang tattoos on his knees. Because it looked like he was in the Russian mafia. Yeah. yeah. That's... Uh... I don't know your ex-boyfriend, but that's very stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's so a very stupid, stupid thing to do. Yeah. It's basically a, uh, a good indication of the kind of guy. Sure. Yeah. Um, was it was it like spider web tattoos? Yeah, or? yeah, they were like yeah. big like sure. spider web type like yeah, like almost like stars on his knees. Tight. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, if he's listening, yeah. hey. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I don't know if we have that big of a listenership at this point. Do hey, we? You never know. Uh, I think we know everybody that listens to it. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if you plug this episode, would he ever see your plug? <laughs> yes, definitely. Like on Instagram. Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll find out if, yeah. if yeah. you get. If you or uh, we get an angry email, <laughs> right. make fun of my Russian mob tattoos, asshole. If anything, yeah. it would just go my to his... My tattoos are uh, cool. It would go to his ego that he was mentioned on a podcast. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like that movie a lot. That's probably my favorite of the more recent Cronenberg movies, even though that movie's not recent at this point. Aren't we getting a new Cronenberg um, movie this year and... Yeah, I think we looked it up last week, right? Brandon Mm -hmm. Cronenberg, too? Probably Brandon Cronenberg, also. Yeah, I think someone said that we're getting both of them this year. That is exciting. Double the Cronenberg. Mm -hmm. I think Brandon is uh, stepped up. You know, he's uh, kind of following in his father's footsteps with the body horror. Yeah. It is interesting that he also likes making that kind of stuff yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> i mean i guess it makes sense but uh, yeah at the same time 
I don't know. I feel like a lot of like <laughs> sons or daughters of like famous artists or even, I don't know, just even people in general tend to rebel against what their parents were into. <laughs> but I guess since David Cronenberg is like kind of a weird subversive guy, maybe he doesn't feel the need to. I mean, David Bowie's son directed a movie called Moon. That's yeah, true. that's yeah. right. Yeah. And that was the last interesting movie that Duncan <laughs> Jones would make. That's Aww. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Source Code is okay. Source Code's kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of stupid, but it's also yeah. kind of good, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I don't. That also kind of feels like a movie that could have been made by basically anybody. Hmm. Um, Do you guys like Source Code? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't yeah, think. you should you should watch it. It's like a Groundhog Day on a train, right? Yeah, Groundhog th- Day on a train. It is. Yeah, it is kind of like that. Although I would say that Edge of Tomorrow does the same thing, but better. Yeah, that movie's a yeah, lot of fun. Where it applies that sort of that Groundhog Day yeah. formula to an action sci-fi genre, and I think it's better than. What's the other stuff. title for that? It was like Live Die. Live, repeat. die, repeat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was just the tagline that was printed so big on the the posters <laughs> and the bus ads. Everybody thought that was the name of the movie. Oh, yeah, funny. I mean, to the point when they came out on Blu-ray and stuff, that that was how they marketed it. Yeah, like yeah. they called it "Live, Die, Repeat," and then like "Edge of Tomorrow" was like in parentheses. Yeah, because <laughs> everybody just knew it as "Live, Die, Repeat." Um. Uh, I know we didn't plan on this, but do you guys have a favorite of those like kind of Groundhog Day time uh-huh. time loop movies that's not Groundhog Day? Ooh, I liked. Oh wait, that's not really Palm Springs. That's not really. Groundhog I was just Day. gonna. No, I I it think is. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay, was gonna be. Yeah. That was um, gonna be my pick. I really liked that one. I thought that was yeah. a good good little flick. I like the Happy Death Day movies. I, was, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually kind of liked happy death day to wait what's the sequel called happy death day okay. to you right to you, uh, to, you. Or yeah. to you to you uh yeah i mean it was it was stupid but i i thought it was pretty good yeah better than fun. the first one yeah um what else is there as far as those well i actually it's funny you mentioned that i pulled up a wikipedia list <laughs> here and i'm looking through it right now what's uh, there's a lot of like hallmark christmas movies i knew that that, that yeah. just made sense for me it's like you it wake up and you're, you're with like the wrong guy or like the guy mm-hmm. you you know well, you save money on sets <laughs> that way i did not know that i had no idea there was a bunch of hallmark movies yeah, that, that had out. that tip like format mm-hmm. for sure well i mean they make like 15 of those a year right like that's not even an exaggeration they really do like double digit hallmark christmas movies every single year <laughs> so eventually they're just gonna either start repeating themselves or start going into like wild formulas um yeah i don't know there i boss level was the most recent one that was the one that uh yeah that uh, was came out last year that we we watched yeah that's one of those movies um <laughs> that's not a good movie <laughs> um did you guys see Boss Level? No. No. There's just been yeah, a lot you don't of need to worry about it. There's been a ton of movies this year and it, I'm still catching up. I feel, last year and I feel yeah. like I'm still catching up. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot I got to see. Um, um 
I didn't know this was one of these, but Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children oh. is apparently mm. a time loop movie. Oh, yeah, that was good. I like that. Uh, I never saw it. No. I saw that that's on an a, airplane. That's a Tim Burton movie? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a movie that one would watch on an airplane. <laughs> it felt like it. No, no, it was really good. No, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, are you looking up any more of these, Dan? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's looking at his phone, scrolling through. Yeah, I would say we've gone over the majority, the big ones, the majority of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Probably my favorite's Edge of Tomorrow. Um, but I also did like Palm Springs a lot too. Yeah, might even be my favorite 2020 movie if I'm honest. Yeah. I, it wasn't at the time when I made that list, but mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like twenty twenty movies that actually have any kind of like long term value to me, that would be, mm-hmm. that yeah. would be one. There was that Netflix series Russian Doll. That was oh right. Good. I don't think I watched that, but I I knew that's like what that was all about. Did you see Russian Doll? Uh, no, I have seen the, uh, one still image of Natasha <laughs> Lyonne yeah. that says Thursday, what a concept a lot. Yeah, mm. totally. Uh, but that's about it. That's, that's about all I've, I've seen from Russian Doll. Right. Uh, well, did anybody want to add anything that they've watched recently? Or should we, are we done chilling out? Yeah, I think that's... Uh, oh, new season of uh, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're rewatching season one. Yeah, just to, nice. just, just to recap. And we just finished Yellow Jackets, mm-hmm. mm. which I rewatched okay. the last episode today. And that show is intense. If you haven't checked it out, it... No, I haven't. Really it's fun. holds you Christina by the throat. Ricci. Yeah, and Juliette Lewis. Some great performances. Yeah. Really yeah, intense. Really not, you know, not for the squeamish. Yeah, I heard it was good. But if yeah. you like, yeah, like twists on the Lord of the Flies kind of narrative, it's it's really good. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, I like the first episode of Righteous Gemstones. I didn't watch the second one, or the, is the third one up yet? Third one's out, yeah. Okay. It came out on Sunday. Yeah, I like the first episode, because I thought that first season was A+. Plus. Mm-hmm, it's so good. From I'm the directors of it. Halloween Kills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, director and uh, writer. Oh, yeah, the creators. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Kills, which uh, features Michael McDonald, who's in the movie that we're going to be talking about today. Plays yes. The economics professor. Yeah. That's right, the econ professor. I like him. He makes that's me a, laugh. That's a good connection. I like His voice yeah. is funny. Stuart? Are you a fan yep. of Stuart from the Mad TV? <laughs> Oh, classic. So I'm going good. to um, take a take a pee break, and Harry had a yeah. clever name for one of those. Oh, uh, Splashers. A Splasher. I'm going to take a... Splashers, because Slackers. For Slackers. Okay. BRB. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense that you'd want to think of a, uh, you know, a name for a pee break that ties into the movie we're watching. Yeah. Splashers. Yeah.
yeah, so we should probably start talking about some of the movies that we're going to be talking about for this episode. Um, Roz, the Hindi language sort of remake of What Lies Beneath that opened on February 1st, 2002. Uh, none of us have, I mean, none of us saw that movie when it came out, obviously. Um, <laughs> who Who's watched it? Uh, I think that's just you and that's me. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, you and me. Um, uh, yeah, I watched it this morning in its entirety um, because I'm dedicated to this <laughs> odyssey to watch every movie that came out in 2002. Um, uh, yeah, it was something. It's bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, um, and I don't. You know, I've I haven't seen a lot of Bollywood films, so I don't yeah. want to like. Um, I make it seem like I'm opposed to like better ones. I'm sure yeah. I, but this is a it's a strange tonal mix of like ghost stories mm-hmm. and like the dancing and stuff. It's it's a weird uh, it's a weird jarring movie to watch sometimes. Um, it's super slow. Uh, it's dubbed. Both of the main actors are dubbed, which oh, I found okay. out, which is why sometimes, like, sometimes it felt like I was watching a movie from 1973 or something. <laughs> it has a very, like, Some old... of the special effects kind of looked like they were from 1973. Yeah. Well, and it was shot, you know, like, it was shot, like, like Panavision style, like... Yeah, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. And... Like, it kind of looked cool in a way. Sometimes. Times, yeah. Like, where characters that were, like, on the far, like, left or right of the yeah. frame would be, like, out of focus. Blurred slightly, yeah. yeah. Um, um, the main actress basically spends this entire movie crying or screaming, <laughs> like, all the time. Even yeah. when Even when nothing scary is actually happening, that's right. what she's doing. Um, um, a lot of close-ups of her eyes mm-hmm. and they're extremely red like she was like getting high or something mm-hmm. um, um completely incomprehensible plot yeah um have you you two seen what lies beneath <laughs> so neither of us have. i've never seen it but i know right. everything that happens in it yeah because to... we talked about it like a week ago right yeah we, we mentioned or we talked about that it it was like a a date night movie when it came out for parents. For parents, <laughs> yeah. I remember my mom was all about it. She went and saw it with her boyfriend. And I just yeah. wasn't interested. I was like, no. I, I was all about horror movies. I'd watch any horror movie, but... Yeah, but that was a horror movie for like like wine drinking. Right. I was very homers. turned off. <laughs> yeah. It was Zemeckis trying to do Hitchcock. But then he also yeah. did the supernatural stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not a good movie. What yeah. Lies Beneath. What Lies Beneath, I'd say, is bad. And this sort of version of it is also pretty bad. And pretty uh, faithful, it sounds like. Um, Actually, no. No. I, no. I was watching um, it and I could not really decipher anything uh, like, in terms of like how it matched What Lies Beneath. Yeah, I mean, we might go into spoiler territory here for what lies beneath, but... Don't the... care. Spoil it, spoil <laughs> but, it. But, um, 
like so that movie is like a what lies beneath that's a ghost with unfinished business movie meets Mm -hmm. like a a marital drama uh and the marital drama is kind of there with this movie with Roz like um like the the husband in this movie has an affair and the woman that he's having an affair with she dies uh I guess we can say how she dies right sure she dies by suicide which is different than the than what lies beneath because Harrison Ford kills mm. that girl in mm-hmm. that movie. Sorry if this is shocking no, news. Fascinating. Uh, um, but in Roz, the the husband kind of covers it up to cover up his affair. Um, but then you know she's an evil spirit and she's also like a crazy woman according mm-hmm. to this movie. She's a psycho. Um. Uh, yeah, this movie doesn't treat mental illness with great <laughs> care uh, because the ghost of the the woman like haunts everybody and kills all the you know several characters, and she's made out to be the villain of the movie. And the husband kind of gets away scot free. <laughs> did you watch the ending, Dan? Or uh, I did not. I will say that I fell asleep during this movie last night. Uh... Yeah. Like, the movie kind of is on the the side of the husband. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, an interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Because um, in What Lies Beneath, like, Harrison Ford is... He's, yeah. he's the killer. Like, well, he's the that, surprise villain. That was, like, the the most interesting thing or whatever about What Lies yeah. Beneath is, is seeing Harrison Ford, like, play a bad guy. Yeah. Because that to my knowledge, really had never happened. Yeah. I don't think. Um, But he's like the bad guy in that movie. Like he's a bad dude. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, the, the main character, she like forgives the husband at the end. She's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you had an affair and the spirit of that woman came back to kill us all, but that's okay. How did, how did they vanquish the spirit? So, um, if they, in, you know, this movie's logic, if they burn the body, the spirit, I don't know why that makes sense, but just that's, like Star Wars. Yeah. So if they burn the body ghost procedure, right? Yeah. So all they had to do with by the book to burn the body and then that, that will solve other problems. So they did that, but that is after the spirit, like killed a bunch of people and took over several characters like possessed several characters uh when did you fall asleep during this movie dan i I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it was around the hour and a half yeah but but i was kind of like fading in and out and it was like yeah and then i then i sat up like in bed to try and like focus focus a little more and like not fall asleep and then it didn't work I yeah fell asleep, so. how are so, the dance yes. numbers um i guess probably like the best thing about it they were fine yeah but like most of the dance numbers that i the ones i remember mm-hmm. were kind of told like in flashback so they yeah. weren't quite as weird like it wasn't like the thriller music video like where the ghosts started like dancing and stuff <laughs> yeah um, yeah, that that was a weird thing about this movie is that 
you know, the, the husband has an affair with this woman. And in this movie, there is like, I don't know, I'd say like 20 minutes dedicated to the husband and this character, like having their affair, like a flashback um, that is totally unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And it's also like kind of a musical number. Yeah. Um, Harry, I think you were telling me that you've seen a few Bollywood movies and there are Bollywood remakes I know like, of a Scream Bollywood remake called Shh. Yeah, yeah it's called Shh. <laughs> and it's even longer than, um, <laughs> than, than uh, Scream? Roz. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, longer than Roz? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, shit. It's like, uh, like two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> Roz seemed like five hours. <laughs> it was one of the most interminable watches I've, I've More than Slackers, though? Time. Well, Slackers at least is 80 <laughs> minutes. Like, okay, there feels were definitely... longer. It does feel longer. I will say that. I agree yeah. with you there. But, like, ultimately it was still over in 80 minutes, even if it yeah. felt longer. But right. this, on top of feeling incredibly long, was also still two and a half hours. <laughs> and I only watched an hour and a half of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Oh, well, I was saying that, Harry, you were telling me that these remakes of Bollywood movies, they or I'm sorry, Bollywood remakes of American movies are faithful to those movies, but they also include the dance numbers on top of that. Yeah, they're like as long as a feature-length movie, and then... And then they add they in the dance. really long musical numbers. Right. So that's why they're, like, verging on three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie was very long, <laughs> and I would not recommend it. <laughs> no. Uh, I guess I'll do final judgments on this movie, since I've only, I'm the only one that's watched the whole thing. I would say, like, I'd give it a D. Wow. Yeah. So you were entertained somewhat? <laughs> like, what were I mean, some I entertaining parts? I, I can't say I was... <laughs> I wasn't entertained, but... Uh, I mean, it honestly, it felt like... Uh, like a kind of a cheesy 70s horror movie mm-hmm. even though it was from Great. 2002 yeah it, yeah there it was... looks and sounds a lot like a 70s horror movie yeah you know, it's just the fashion that's really the only thing it's like mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell based on the way they dress that it's like 2002 yeah <laughs> but that's about it there's um, some cool stuff in the trailer i saw a car like a van or a car tumbling through the forest yeah, that happens. Um, I saw it looked like a woman was being picked up by an invisible force through the forest. <laughs> and carried through the forest, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 lots of through the forest action. <laughs> yeah. Like some of it kind of looked like a uh, house, like house huh. a little bit, right? Which mm. you've seen, Harry? Uh, I have not. I haven't seen ah. that. But I have seen the Sean Cunningham house from the 80s. Oh, okay. With its sequel, House 2, the second story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should probably see House. Yeah, it's on my list. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'd give this a D. Dan, do you have a grade? Even though you didn't watch the whole... Alright, I, I watched enough of it. You keep saying that, like... (laughs) Sorry, I I don't... I'm not trying to throw... I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, I'm just saying... Uh, I would give it a D as well. Okay. Um, 
it I did one interesting thing I guess about this movie that I found out while watching it in my quest to stay awake by reading the IMDb <laughs> trivia um, uh, is that Anil Kapoor who is kind of like one of the most famous Indian actors uh, Bollywood legend who I think American audiences know from like Slumdog Millionaire he was mm. the game shows mm-hmm. yeah and then he also had a small part in Mission Impossible. Uh, ghost protocol i think the fourth yeah. one uh-huh uh anyway that guy was offered the main role i think of the husband in this and he refused saying that he just thinks horror movies and bollywood don't work together mm. and he's mm. probably right yeah. yeah i mean i have not seen enough bollywood movies or bollywood horror movies <laughs> to make that call myself right yeah uh but i, I will say the main character or the main a male character from this movie. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was also in the Scream Bollywood remake. He was in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Roz. Shall we, should we do it? Should we move into Slackers? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. The main it. topic. We've been talking for probably an hour now. Yeah, just about. Um... So this is the first time I've seen Slackers. I watched it yesterday. Um, but I think everybody else has seen it either before or they saw it like in theaters. Um, did Harry, did you see it in theaters or you just saw it on DVD? I, um, my friend and I rented it from Blockbuster, I think, soon uh-huh. after it was released. Yeah. Uh, and Kat, did you see it? Like back in the day or no? No, I um, it I saw it last year, twenty twenty one, with Harry because mm-hmm. he found the DVD in his mom's basement, mm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, this movie was fun. I remember liking it." And he's got thinking that yeah, you know, the cast is you know enticing and mm-hmm. looks like a fun fun romp. And then we watched it, and we were both like pretty horrified. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was just like, ooh, this like, doesn't hold up. I remember saying, like, this movie hates women. And uh, yeah. and I don't say that, like, <laughs> a lot about, you know, much. But, like, specifically, it's so, it's so <laughs> hateful. Uh, yeah. So that was um, my first. So And then I watched it two times <laughs> since then. Yeah. Every character is an incel. <laughs> it's difficult yeah. to like a movie. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for watching it so many times to prepare for this conversation. Well, every time you watch it, your brain actively unwatches it. Like, it just deletes <laughs> it's, that it's tape. It's trying to forget <laughs> yeah. it as you're watching it. So I, I found myself, like, forgetting what happens or what the, like, rise in conflict is or, you know what I mean? Like, what propels it. So watching it a couple times really didn't answer many questions because <laughs> uh, yeah. it's hard to finish. Yeah. Um, did, did you see it in theaters, Dan? I saw or? it opening, I saw it opening weekend, yeah. Uh, actually opening night. So was it, Friday was it packed? Night. Was it a packed it was, theater? It was, it was. It was pretty full. Um, I, at the time, was a big fan of Rushmore. Mm. Um, so I was a big Jason Schwartzman fan because I was also a huge Phantom Planet fan in 2002. Yeah. So that California. was the reason why I really... Uh, well, I don't know if California was out at that time. Might have just been the first album because The Guest came out in 2002. Um, 
told you I was a card-carrying <laughs> member of the Phantom Planet fan club. Yeah. Um, that album came out later that year, I think. Yeah. Because I remember I met you this year in mm-hmm. 2002, Aww. and you told me about that album. Mm-hmm. So that's why I even checked it out, because you were like, yeah, this is a great album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love Phantom <laughs> Planet. Uh, I used to hang out on the Phantom Planet uh, message boards <laughs> on the internet. Nice. Um, so yeah, I saw this movie because I was a big uh, Jason Schwartzman fan, um, and he plays Cool Ethan yeah. in this movie. Who cool is Ethan. A, awful character yeah it's <laughs> yeah, really awful pretty well but yeah i, I mean i i'd give jason schwartzman credit he yeah tries. he goes I, for I, it you know yeah. he really i was gonna say like it. he's he's kind of good in this movie even he has though the only like laughable scenes like you know what i mean like he he makes me laugh a few times at least him. yeah i would agree he's got some even great though songs even though the character as a whole, I think, is a miscalculation. Yeah. Awful. Really yeah. bad. Really, I'm, really bad. <laughs> I met Jason Schwartzman once. Uh, yeah, he nice guy. he's around. Yeah, I've seen him. Uh, I saw him when I saw uh, Killer Joe at the Landmark. Uh, I don't know what year that would have been. 2012. We, we had uh, about a five ish five to ten minute long conversation mm-hmm. he and i wow about uh, we have like something in common that mm. i don't want to say because mm. <laughs> i think he was speaking to me like in confidence because it was such a oh, weird wow. specific thing oh wow um, yeah and i don't it's not i don't know if it's something that's like <laughs> on the internet so i don't want to like just share but it was just like he found out and he just started talking and it was it was it was a nice conversation he's a he was a really gracious guy where did time. you where did you see him because i saw him i saw him at amoeba hollywood mm. nice. old location nice yeah um and i just kind of came up to him or i saw him there and i was like hey you know rushmore is like one of my favorite movies of all Aww. time and then we just started talking about stuff and i forget how we even got on to the other subject but uh yeah he was he was really nice yeah he seems like a cool guy i mean yeah I've yeah I've probably seen him around more than any other celebrity because I've seen him at the movies a couple times. I feel like he goes to a lot and, of shows too. Yeah, I think we saw him at a Dan and I that is saw him at a an of Montreal show oh, in like two thousand five. Was he there? Yeah, he was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever and... listen to uh, Coconut Records? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm uh yeah one song mm-hmm. uh, west coast west coast it's a good one yeah got yeah. kind of a resurgence i feel like because that oh. that album was like like 10 years ago or something yeah yeah if not and more. then i feel yeah. like that song like i don't know if it just started popping up on more people's spotify algorithms is it on, is it on tiktok is it famous <laughs> maybe on TikTok? yeah maybe yeah it made it did make me feel nostalgic when i played it because i'm not on the west coast anymore so mm-hmm. it was like a <laughs> Yeah. When I moved away from the West Coast, I watched all of Saved by the Bell. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Saved by the Bell. That is a great um, show. Yeah. <laughs> there's a new um, There's a new Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mark um, Paul Gosler's the principal, or no? Uh, I don't know. John, I think John Michael Higgins is the principal. Oh, okay. Can you guys still hear us? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sorry about that. that. A weird thing popped up on my computer. I just wanted to make sure. Hmm. Um, but, 
Yeah, Coconut Records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, let's get into the plot for Slack. All right. Say. I mean, we could we could also just talk about <laughs> Coconut Records. Yeah. I don't I don't know what else to say about yeah, Coconut Records. It. It's Wait, fine. I, yeah. I want to yeah. I want to know about the the in in theaters experience with slackers how how did the mm, audience true. react how oh it, i mean it went over pretty well yeah um, i mean you watch this movie now and you're mortified by a lot <laughs> of the humor in it mm-hmm. but at the time obviously a lot of that stuff was treated much you know uh much more yeah acceptingly i don't know accepting yeah. I mean, it was um, on Comedy Central all the time, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I, I I think it went over pretty well. I remember my dad and I having, like, <laughs> I went with my dad, and <laughs> now that thought is awful to, yeah. <laughs> to think about. But, yeah, uh, we had a pretty good time with it, I think. I don't know. Maybe my dad didn't have that good of a time. <laughs> but, um, um. It almost does have, like, a boomery type, like, depiction of what college is though like it's a very unrealistic college take you know where Mm -hmm. these guys Mm -hmm. who like are total slackers and and don't you know like have job like have you know it seems like they can just like skate through and then if they skate through they get their cushy jobs like i don't know i feel like it might appeal to like an older generation in that way where it's like yeah maybe I don't know. I don't know who it appeals to. <laughs> um, but when I watched this yesterday for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, I. This is definitely a movie that came out in the year 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it uh, mm-hmm. it did not age well Mm-mm. at all. No, no. Um yeah, I mean it's got it's got some slurs. It's got <laughs> a, a lot of misogyny, um, homophobia. Yeah, uh, you name it, it's got it. It mm-hmm. plays all the hits. When um, you when you talk about slackers to people, like the the only scene that people seem to remember is the um, puppet, um, the, the sock the puppet. puppet on the dick. Uh, yep, which uh, is which funny. I. I didn't really remember that well, or really? I didn't remember people talking about it that. That was much. like consistently what people would say, like, "Oh, that movie with the, you know, sock puppet dick." The sock puppet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I yeah. Part of the thing, part of the reason that scene was always memorable, I guess, to me is because I was a big Pete and Pete fan. Yes, me too. And that's Big Pete. Elder Pete. So, yeah, Big Pete. It was like. It's really the only thing I can remember seeing him in, mm-hmm. besides Pete and Pete, and and he's kind of doing the, the you he's know, like subverting his image. You know? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> his Little facial hair of... is wild. Yes, he's got great burns. <laughs> he's got incredible yeah. burns. Little bit of uh, gay panic with his. Uh, oh yeah, his character. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Yeah. Of uh, um, no homo type. Mm-hmm. Um, no homo, but homo, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. I we talked about this a little bit when we talked about Orange County on one of our earlier episodes, but this was just like this was a trend for comedies at the time for teen comedies or like gross out comedies that they had to have these you know scenes like that, like big gross out set pieces. 
you know, like, uh, like the sock puppet or the scene where Devin Sawa goes to visit. Um, <laughs> oh my the dumbest god! Scene in the parents. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Out of control that scene is. Like these are the yeah. parents of the girl you like. <laughs> yeah, man. So many weird choices in this movie. Well, and also like, uh, spoiler. I mean, it's not really, but like. He ends up with her at the end of the movie. Like, yeah, how's that gonna is he work just out? never gonna see I was, her parents. I was yeah. thinking, like, like, what if they got married? Wouldn't he have to tell them, like, oh yeah, your mom, you know, she and, and does gave he just continue things yeah. with the mom after he's married her daughter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. So like this director didn't yeah. do much after. I mean, right. he he seemed to be like a music video. Like and and I think a lot of like the beginning scene when it's a um like a Bob O'Reilly orchestra like college mm-hmm. band cover you know there's like yeah. moments where it's like it seems like he's better at directing you know yeah shorts uh, like he was montages. a fashion photographer right a fashion photographer okay all right Dewey Nix um, Dewey there's Nicks. like no pictures of him. Which made me think at first that it might have been like a pseudonym. Or yeah, something. that's what I was thinking. I was like, is this just um, Nick Stoller before he became... Well, it's an interest- It's interesting because obviously it's very bad. Yeah. But the movie does try some things that mm-hmm. I guess are a little more interesting. Yeah. Where it does try and branch into the absurdist, mm-hmm. absurdism mm-hmm. a yeah, little bit. Yeah, there's a couple moments that I think are in a belong in a better movie. Definitely. Like, you really like the friendship montage. Yeah, I like the friendship montage. Where they're kind of being real silly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... St- I mean, that kind of stuff is stranger than, like, your American Pies and stuff yeah. like yeah. that from the same time period. Yeah. And like, there's some moments where it seems like it's kind of commenting on those, like, teen, like teen college comedies. Um, n- namely, like... I was thinking the very end with like Michael McDonald, or I'm sorry, with um, uh, Jim, Rash. Jim Rash as the professor giving the midterm. He's the uh, professor's TA. The professor's TA, that's right. The other TA was Retta from yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which would have definitely been the first thing I ever saw her in. Definitely. Because that was years before Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. It was the first thing she ever appeared in. Uh-huh. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just when that like that ending scene in the lecture hall where the the final is happening, when that just keeps getting more absurd and more absurd, and Jim Rash is just like, "Well, what the fuck are you guys doing here?" Now? <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, maybe this is kind of like poking fun at those other teen comedies." Right. Yeah. Um, Did you notice that also Nat Faxon is? Yeah, in this Nat Faxon. He's and great. Nat Faxon and Nat Faxon yeah. and Jim Rash are like a, a duo. Yep. They like oh. write and direct together. Too. Really, I think Matt Faxon is underrated and I like him in you know, I for me he really stands out in Club Dread. I, I knew you were gonna say Club Dread. <laughs> and Andrew's a big Nat Faxon guy as well. <laughs> and I really like him in Reno nine one one as the milkshake. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Nat Faxon funny. also one of the best parts of Orange County. 
an earlier 2002 movie that we watched. Oh, yeah, that's a great episode of the podcast 2002 of Film Odyssey. In, in Roger Ebert's, uh, like, write-up of this movie, he, like, at the end just, like, lists a whole bunch of movies based around college-age students that you would be better <laughs> off seeing. And he uh, lists Orange County as one of them. Yeah, it's true. Also the Royal Town yeah. Bombs and, like, I don't know, a few others. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. Yeah. Orange County is better than this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Nat Faxon and Jim Rash, two actors in this movie, and they are Academy Award winners now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Um, also, very early film role for Jason Segel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who I, I mean, this was probably the first thing I ever saw Jason Segel in because I didn't watch Freaks and Geeks like mm. or SLC at Punk. live. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I had I hadn't seen SLC Punk by two thousand two. Um, he was in Can't Hardly Wait, like, but I think that's basically just like a background. Role yeah, he was the part. the guy with the watermelon. Yeah, yeah, uh, the watermelon that was like uh, soaked in vodka. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty early Jason Siegel role because yeah. he was on Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared were both on. Undeclared yeah. was on while this was on. Yeah, or while this when this came out, mm-hmm. and then um, Freaks and Geeks had aired a couple years before. But uh, yeah, uh, well, we're kind of jumping all over the map with yeah, this. Yeah, we're just kind of going over all the people. Yes. Uh, should we give a quick synopsis, like what this movie's <laughs> even about? Uh, sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's about three college students mm-hmm. who are slackers. <laughs> They're slackers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a clever name. Um. <laughs> And uh, they like to cheat their way through college, mm-hmm. various scams. Yeah. Um, kind of like heist movie style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit like The Perfect Score, which was 2003, mm-hmm. uh, the SAT heist comedy. Yeah. Which um, kind of makes them not slackers. They put a ton of energy yeah. into if not they just, doing schoolwork. <laughs> if true. they just put that energy into doing their schoolwork, they yeah. probably would be fine. Uh, which makes me sound like a dad or something. (laughs) (laughs) Heard that one before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Same. Uh, Maybe that's why I know it so well. Yeah, yeah, so they they have really elaborate uh, schemes that they come up with. um, And I think, like, the first big set piece is, like, Jason Siegel pretending to get hit by a, a truck, mm-hmm. and then um, which has like the the blue books or like the the answer books, the yeah, answer the blue books or whatever yeah, for yeah. the uh, final exams, mm-hmm. and then uh, Devin Sowell goes into Jason Siegel's class to copy the questions mm-hmm. for the exam because they yeah. were stealing the final exam and that was the midterm. Exam. right yeah yeah um so he was copying the questions which he does mm-hmm. remarkably fast mm-hmm. by the way like he, yeah he does that like 20 minutes into the test he's done and out of there it seems like um but then he like leaves his number for uh jamie king mm-hmm. and then that credited as james king yeah we thought i that think was she's credited as jamie i think it's no, she's credited saw, as james. james oh really and we thought it yeah. was a mistake and it looks like for at least five movies before this movie, she goes as James as well. Yeah. I, I've heard both, yeah. Because I remember in Ebert's review, he was like, mm-hmm. 
yeah he was like who is uh this character is a girl despite yeah her yeah. her name or whatever even yeah. his review is pretty sexist i have to say it's like oh ebert's review yeah <laughs> yeah um this review appears in ebert's uh book um your movie sucks which I have a copy of. Uh, mm-hmm. Not I hate hate hated this movie. No, like that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So there's I hated 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 this movie, which is about like a bunch of movies that he gave zero or one star reviews. He gave to, this but then, a, a rare zero stars. Yeah, I he think. he did yeah. give it a zero star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He called it a dirty movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that I I mean obviously this movie sucks for lots of reasons mm-hmm. um but it being a dirty movie isn't really what I would no, like no e- Ebert is such a like puritan sometimes in some of his yeah. old reviews yeah. which he was kind so, of a, a Leonard Malton which, which is, is so strange because yeah. he wrote, co-wrote uh, beyond the valley of the dolls which is one of yeah. the greatest movies ever made yeah that's a fact that <laughs> harry pulls out quite often i yeah. love that he, movie so much i could watch that movie on a loop you know what harry i uh i had that movie at one point and i have never watched it in its entirety uh, i have two copies <laughs> maybe we could watch it sometime we should could do a zoom movie night it's oh so that'd be fun yeah um uh yeah so they they have this big scheme and they try to uh steal the the questions to compare with the answers that they had stolen um but this plan is kind of foiled when jason schwartzman's character kind of oversees what's going on and he pieces it together right yeah yeah uh jason schwartzman uh who just very conveniently works at the restaurant that yeah. they go to celebrate at yeah, yeah. he has a lot and of jobs in this movie yeah uh-huh. he kind of works and they anyway. don't they don't recognize him either <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just like oh yeah <laughs> like even though i feel like devin sow should definitely remember that guy he had a really weird interaction yeah. with like earlier <laughs> like in that smelling day. her hair yeah and our heroes yeah, yeah. are really really rude and mean to him mm-hmm. and it's not because they <laughs> yeah. recognize him it's just because that's apparently how they treat people who <laughs> yeah just because he's like he's just like a nerd and yeah. a <laughs> some dumb dumb waiter yeah yeah and these um, are the people we're rooting for. Yeah. Yeah. The heroes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Schwartzman in this movie, like, yeah. I, th- I think he, I don't know, maybe if they, like, kind of dial down the creepiness uh, part of his character. He goes for it. He might have been, like, a little more likable, but he's he's just so nerdy and so creepy simultaneously that it, it kind of rubs you the wrong way. But it's funny because his name is Cool Ethan. Cool Ethan. So take that mm. as you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he he blackmails our our trio of characters um, because he you know he has the knowledge that they have been cheating on exams and he's like and well, he's in love with and, right uh, he's in love with uh, Angela Angela right is that the character's name Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, I, I will not turn you guys in for cheating if you help me make Angela my girlfriend, uh, who he is obsessed with. He loves so, her and hates her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's lots of, like, kind of, like, uh, 
uh, allusions to him like wanting to hurt her. Yeah, <laughs> so scary. Which, which maybe maybe at the time was like not as strange of a concept to like make light of. But, it's like, so hard <laughs> to believe, though. Yeah, like watching watching this now, like now that you know incels yeah. are like something that we know of culturally, and also like like. I was watching this and I was thinking, like, he's just like Elliot Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. Like Santa Barbara killer who, like, filmed himself. In so like, manifesto. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, God. But so is, so is Big Pete, but in a way. In a until... movie mm-hmm. where everyone is a villain, he is the most villainous. I think he's supposed to yeah. be yeah. horrible. Yeah. This this was a, a wild movie. Really... This is I'm I'm saying this from the person who just saw it for the first time yesterday. I can't imagine just seeing this movie for the yeah. first time. Yeah, like in the last couple of years. Yeah, um, it's hard. It's funny we have two people on like each mm-hmm. spectrum of that because, yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like stepping back in time, but it's also like. But it's not a welcome no. visit back in time. No. You're just like, no. oh, I don't want to go back to that. No. That's what everyone was like. That's what everyone thought was funny. Right. But it's also like a kind of a quirky take on those movies, but not in a good way. Uh, you see the bones of something yeah. buried beneath like 50 layers of crab. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, so they, uh, that's pretty much the plot, right? Is that e- Cool Ethan blackmails them to uh, kind of start to collect intel on Angela so that Cool Ethan can, you know, make her his girlfriend. Um, and that's the plot, basically. <laughs> I don't know that we really need to go like in depth on the plot but rather we can go through some of the standout scenes yeah because this is an 86 minute movie i think we're (laughs) we're basically like at the 30 minute mark already with what we've just said yeah uh some Uh, scenes i want to touch on yeah uh the sponge bath scene yeah what's everyone thoughts what are everyone's (laughs) thoughts on that scene yeah well, the um, we were watching the DVD that Harry has, and they in the like the menu intro has like a remix of that of the Sponge Bath scene song, mm-hmm. and it's um it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Um. That that um, song is um is a slapper. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that yeah, should we say how that like that scene fits into the plot like that uh yeah sure i mean he's he's trying to volunteer at the same places that she volunteered yeah the angela character is like presented as being this like incredibly virtuous like Mm -hmm. decent person or whatever and she like volunteers at a homeless shelter she volunteers at a nursing home kind of like mary from there's something about mary Mm -hmm. yeah and um and uh so <laughs> Ethan in his quest and with the sort of intel that that's been provided to him by mm-hmm. our uh three titular slackers <laughs> uh volunteers at a nursing home as well he just keeps showing up where she is mm-hmm. and um 
they go into a patient's room, mm-hmm. uh, and it is an older woman who yeah. um, says that she used to work at the docks. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how uh, she says it. What's that actress's name? Like Mammy Van Doren. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she is being very sexually suggestive mm-hmm. with Ethan. Yeah. Uh, for some reason right inexplicably Uh um uh i mean i think it's kind of probably just poking fun at the idea of sex workers in general Mm -hmm. like oh they're just always horny and the movie just calls her like an old whore and yeah like Mm -hmm. Like over and over again over and over again and um uh she is like telling Ethan and Jamie King that she's like uncomfortable or whatever. Um, she, she like doesn't want to watch. She can't watch TV, but she doesn't want to talk. And uh, and I think Jamie King like leaves the room, right? And uh, well, she um, Mammy Van Doren starts to choke, right? Or she pretends to oh, choke, right, and then, right? Right. Yes, and then uh, Angela leaves the room, and then. Uh, you know what? Funny enough, I think I left the room at this point to go do something. <laughs> so, well, good Smart call. move, yeah. She, <laughs> she says that the only way to make her feel better is to receive a sponge bath. Yeah. So, uh, Ethan being the only one in the room yeah. starts to give her a sponge bath. So, she, like, pulls her, her top down. And, um, and then, uh, you know, Angela and, like, a doctor walk in sure. on... Uh, cool Ethan cool Ethan <laughs> giving her a sponge bath and also like does she <laughs> does he have her breast in his mouth I think even? yeah right he yeah. Like, starts... like lifting her breast and sponging under it and stuff yeah <laughs> um oh man <laughs> different it was a different time yeah. I, you know it, it was but uh yeah. I don't miss it yeah <laughs> I, I was, uh, I think at 13, I, I wasn't expecting, I was expecting to see, I was counting on seeing boobies in this movie when mm-hmm, we rented it, sure. and, but I wasn't expecting a 70 Maybe they were subverting, subverting boobies. your yeah, expectations yeah. Yeah. of, uh, yeah. you know, the female body. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah. you see any other nudity no. besides... No, besides her. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, not that you don't see, like, full frontal nudity or anything, but like, uh... Michael Morona, Big Pete. Yeah. Like, you kind of see some stuff there oh, yeah. during right. the puppet scene, but, like... Yeah. It um, could be prosthetic. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I, I think I read in the IMDb trivia that uh, that they shot that scene uh, without the the sock, right? Mm-hmm. Did anybody else read that? Yeah, that, and that they CGI'd they, a face on his Yeah, penis. there was... <laughs> that they used his actual <laughs> penis, but then a, a CGI face was put over like it. i mean that's what style or exactly whatever. like yeah. thumb wars Wait, but what yeah and penis they, wars they were after testing they were told to uh put a sock <laughs> to a sock cut it out it. so he was yeah. just really a good call like yeah so i think it was just set? his would they have had a i mean i did not see that <laughs> version so i don't know but maybe there was a fluffer I don't know. <laughs> um but yeah then i think it was decided after a test screening to Put a sock puppet mm-hmm. on his Put penis. a sock on it. <laughs> yeah, put a sock on it. Um, uh, what does yeah, that what scene a... even 
doing? Is it? I don't even remember. That just like cuts to him doing that, right? Like, yeah, uh, he gets a call from Jason Siegel, maybe, or maybe it's Devin Sow, one of the other two, <laughs> to that they need that he needs to do something for them. Oh, okay, but he, that's just what he happens to be doing. Right. Yeah. He's called, but it's really just an excuse to get you know sort of that big visual sight gag yeah. in the movie. Have that joke. Um, there's a line that Jason Schwartzman has that Kat and I can't get enough of, <laughs> and it's right when they're telling him that he's going to need to go and volunteer at the hospital, and he says, what would me say? And I don't know. We think that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's a couple moments. Like, he's, like, I don't know. In a better movie, he'd be, like, pretty good, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think in so. In this movie. I do. I don't think it was, like... Yeah, yeah, not for without it's, trying. No, it's just that the, I think the making him like such a creep is a little, <laughs> makes it a little hard to digest. Yeah, it's like they went too far, you know? Yeah. Well, in, in some ways, I think that that's their only solution to not making the, the main characters better people. Right. Is that they have to have a foil who is so bad that you have to root against him. That they look good in comparison. But, yeah. Right, exactly. Because that's the only way those characters like come off looking like halfway decent people is mm-hmm. because the alternative is like a, a terrifying person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it would have been kind of like played out at this point, but maybe it would have been easier to kind of take in if the villain was like a like more of a preppy guy or more of a more of a jock or more of a like a rich yeah, cause kid he seems to be like the least privileged of the group of them i mean he mm-hmm. you know he's the only one that has any job the rest of them don't yeah. seem to have any job yeah they live in a bizarre situation did you ever like clock like where they where the dudes are living warehouse or something yeah there's like a chain link fence oh. <laughs> in it it's just the most completely unrealistic like maybe loft type dorm the stakes don't seem high for no. them it seems like well yeah they flunk out they're gonna be fine yeah they just need their comfy internship at the financial place or whatever they all want to be the like only lawyers one in town. yeah right yeah it's just yeah. uh yeah yeah weird weird movie yeah um so i i guess we're like basically in the in the middle of the movie or like towards the end right as far as the plot description goes um yeah um i'm I'm trying to think of some other like you know standout uh, using air quotes scenes um uh, i will say the scene where michael morona goes to uh angela's dorm and laura (laughs) is masturbating yeah Mm -hmm like in the same room as him is an insane scene. It's insane. Yeah. That is an insane scene. Uh yeah. Very <laughs> weird editing in this movie. <laughs> um but yeah, very weird that she just uh she's just she just continues. She just continues and she's mad that he's even there. Uh-huh. She's not worried that he's there or skeptical no. or anything yeah no. well that's what you get art school yeah yeah she's just annoyed yeah and then um, he makes some disparaging art school comment 
and mm-hmm. just, and uh, continues on. Yeah. Oh man, there's there's so many like you said. There's so many slurs in this movie. They're just kind of like thrown out. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Thomas Rosales is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Thomas. I mean, I don't know if you guys know who Thomas Rosales is, but he's just like a, a guy. Yeah. He's just a guy that shows up in you, a lot of eighties and nineties like cop and action movies. And you would stuff. definitely know this guy if you saw him. I'm gonna um, look him up. He's like a henchman that mm-hmm. is in probably like a bunch of Van Damme movies and Seagal movies he's and in, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. He's in Raw Deal, the Schwarzenegger yeah. movie that we watched oh, I recognize in quarantine. Who, yeah. who is um, he in the movie? He plays, he's, I believe he's credited as Janitor, but he was at the soup uh, kitchen. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the, and he's the, one the homeless. Calls, he calls Cool Ethan the R. Yeah, word. and then he yeah. calls him a hobo. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or a okay. bomb, or yeah, hobo. Yeah. That's right. Which is incorrect because yeah. hobos are uh, vagrants who live on the railroads. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, incorrect. Yeah, slur, sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, he calls him the R word. The R word, which gets tossed around in this movie mm-hmm. like quite a bit, less actually than I expected, <laughs> yeah. given the time, but yeah. still more than I want to hear. Which is no times do I want to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, like. It, it was a little bit less than I <laughs> than I initially yeah. kind of expected it to have because this was my first you know reviewing of this movie since theatrical the yeah. theatrical run yeah um, maybe I watched it once on DVD afterwards but yeah definitely since like two thousand two proper yeah. there are a lot of casual yeah slur throwing around in 2002 yeah you, have you guys been keeping a counter <laughs> we, we probably no. should but yeah. no i think this movie is the one where it feels like the most um this is the worst one of those that we've watched so far yeah it's the biggest offender and it it's where it feels like the most ambient sort of to where it's just like no big deal like oh yeah, yeah. like even devon sawa like in the f- the first time he meets uh, barely talked about him that's crazy oh my god (laughs) when he first like goes to cool ethan's dorm room uh like they kind of chat for a few minutes and he's like well enough with this gay banter yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and this is our hero yeah yeah Uh, he kind of seems just like i don't know like devoid of really like leading man charisma in this well yeah. it's a weird period for Devin Sawa yeah. because it's like post teen heartthrob right. Sawa. Yeah. I was obsessed like... with him in Idle Hands and Final Destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is kind of like that was his first kind of rebirth or whatever. Right. Because I mean early so, Devin Sawa is to me is like Little Giants mm-hmm. and Casper. And Wild, Wild America. Yeah, Wild America. Oh and Casper, right. He was Casper uh yeah and then he was like on all those like tiger beat magazine yeah sure he's a big heartthrob yeah yeah i think i think of him most probably from final destination same that was the first thing i probably ever saw him in yeah uh i mean i'd seen uh little giants in theaters oh right but yeah but final destination i think is the movie where i like you know i rewatched that movie several times um but yeah devin sawa i i like devin sawa me too he's he's yeah. been, had a comeback <laughs> recently in like horror movies and things he's yeah like chucky and hunter hunter was pretty crazy 
Right. What's that movie that Fred Durst directed? Oh, yeah. What was the, that one? The, the fan. Fanatic. The Fanatic. Fanatic. Yeah. That's a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's a movie. That is a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like You don't Devin have an Sala. opinion on Devin Sala? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the first Final Destination, but uh, probably not for anything that Devin Sala is doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that both he and like uh, Ethan Embry kind of had a, a little bit of a resurgence mm-hmm. in like indie horror movies. I like Ethan Embry. Like yeah. the last like 10, 15 years. Um, kind of makes sense. They're kind of similar generations. Yeah. Of actors and yeah. Did you see that they gave um, Cool Ethan an extra toe in one of the scenes? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think... Did you notice that? Yeah. No, it I was like a shower that. scene, and they they like they kind of close in on his feet for a second. And if you don't, huh. <laughs> I I don't know if you yeah. don't like notice it. There's, we paused it. There's a prosthetic like <laughs> extra small toe yeah. right hmm. next to his on little one foot. toe. Yeah, on one yeah. foot. <laughs> Yeah, so. I mean that's kind of that's kind of like what the movie's trying to do sometimes, like yeah. where it does hone in on the absurdism and the weird stuff, like kind of like kids in the hall, quasi kids in the hall style right. comedy or whatever. Um, but it, it doesn't do enough of that. I don't know. Yeah, like because it has all those like, uh, you know, like the. The, the like random spotlights i don't know do you guys remember that scene like on the co- the campus steps yeah and like spotlights would appear i don't know i don't know if it was just <laughs> meant to be like his like vision or whatever right, there's yeah not, there's not a clear like delineation of what's fantasy and what's mm-hmm. real yeah. so you just kind of float back and forth between two which is kind of disorienting mm-hmm. and just uh takes away um yeah How'd you guys feel about the the fart joke or the big fart scene? I thought it with, was uh, I thought it was funny. Roger Ebert disagrees with me, but you know when they're playing basketball. Uh, oh right. Yeah. Uh, where it cuts to Michael Morona yes. back in their loft or whatever that is, and he just cuts a fart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think it's like scene. an intimate scene between like Devin Sawa and Angela, right. or, and then it just yeah. cuts, and I, I I thought that was fun. That's a weird thing ab- about this movie is the the cross cutting. Yeah. Like, because uh, it seems oh. to make no sense at certain points why it cuts back to certain scenes. Uh, yeah. Like, why? Like, why do we need to go from that scene to? <laughs> yeah. Michael Morona just cutting a fart. Well, this movie's <laughs> only eighty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And my guess is that a lot of this was changed after test screenings and mm. stuff. Yeah. So there's probably a much more different version of this movie that are, that existed at one time. Yeah. Uh, and so that kind of stuff is their weird, like, solution to getting all these dumb jokes into the movie <laughs> um, without, like, sacrificing, you know, too much of the plot. Right. Yeah, I wonder if a test screening comment or complaint was that it was maybe too long because this movie is cut so tight in a not in a good way but in a strange way yeah. well and it just wraps up so quickly at yeah. the end too and like even the, the the opening um there's like dialogue and exposition that uh is over the the um the credit logos mm-hmm. like it just like you start hearing the characters talk about the plot even during the 
the logos like i'm assuming when this came out it would have been the sony logo or the screen gems logo or whatever but um i think what film rise bought the rights yeah i remember i, th- I thought that was <laughs> a strange a strange sight because it, it made it the <laughs> the opening credits of this movie at least on the amazon prime streaming uh version make it look like a uh, like an art film or something <laughs> sure. for like a second yeah it's really weird did now harry you have the dvd right i do and you watched that version and the streaming version did it? Do they look different? I think or? we just watched the DVD. We ended up. I ended up finding my DVD and we just watched. That. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was curious if there was any difference. There's because... no special features, unfortunately. No. We were kind of oh, hoping bummer. that there would be something. Maybe everyone was too. Um, <laughs> do we want to go more in depth on the visiting the parents? <laughs> I mean, we could. That's another standout. Yeah, that's scene a big scene. Yeah. It's like a big set piece. Yeah. Like yeah. So that's how they. Um, our three character, main characters get information on Angela is the oh, and what kind of information do they get? Like uh, her vaccination <laughs> record, yeah, her, exactly, her birth certificate, number. yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, Devin Sawa, uh, Dave, his character, he goes in disguise as a census mm-hmm. employee and asks for all these documents, um, and then. Uh, he he gets that information from her dad and then her dad leaves the room and then that's when all this stuff happens with Angela's mom. Yeah, she's like straight up horny for him. She's like, I love giving yeah. head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty horny movie. Yeah, yeah true. Charged In up. In a weird way. Off-putting. Yeah. yeah. So. Did, did yeah. this um, feel like your guys' uh, college experience at all? Mm. no no <laughs> not at all i don't think it feels like anyone's college experience yeah same it i'm feels, curious it feels like a 16 year old colleges or whatever yeah yeah i thought maybe um, i just couldn't connect because i never went to like a four-year college you know maybe there was just something uh there i wasn't quite getting yeah yeah i don't know why that that mom was so eager <laughs> like eager to give him a blowjob um, I mean, it's another instance where, a, you know, a female character in this movie was uh, written only to be a jerk. Uh, yeah. yeah. She exists She exists only to be horny so that yeah. uh, he can get blown. Kind of and... same with Laura Prepon's character. Um, yeah, totally. She just yeah. exists to be horny. Like, the end scene when her and Jason Segel, like, if you just watch them as it pans out, they're just, like, having sex on the table at... Mm-hmm. In college. Well, but that's because he got her by shit-talking to that's her. That's right. He did neg her yeah. into yeah. Um, and it, liking and it, him. And it proved that it worked. Yeah. So. That is his uh, his thesis. Uh, mm-hmm. There was also a, the earlier scene where he does that, and it's Gina Gershon yeah. cameo. And yeah. this movie also has uh, Cameron Diaz playing mm-hmm. herself. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, sex yeah. With Ethan. Yeah. That is um, one of uh, Dave's hallucinations or dreams, right? Right. Yeah, where he he thinks that uh, that uh, cool Ethan is, uh, you know, moving in on Angela, and that's the scene after Dave. She, cool Ethan, exposes the scam to Angela, uh-huh. and then Dave thinks that like cool Ethan's winning 
or whatever. Yeah. I, guess. I think by then my exactly. brain shut down. <laughs> I think that's when I stopped registering what was happening. Uh, I love that we keep calling him cool, Ethan. Well, Just that's how he refers to himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that scene where he envisions him having sex with Cameron Diaz is insane because he should know by now that, like, Ethan is not, like, having sex with Angela. Yeah. <laughs> she's not interested. Even if she's horrified by Dave, she's not, like, going to go running into the arms of cool Ethan right. despite what he says. Yeah. Well, they just um, make her just... so stupid, like, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, it's so mm-hmm. sad because, like, nothing about that character is... Uh, you know, she's not problematic or anything. She's just so, they just, they made her so dumb and it's just, it's so depressing. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> she's super, yeah, she's super one note. Yeah, like, yeah. She, one, like she only one exists to further the plot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's right. Yeah, I don't know if we could just chalk up all this movie's uh, flaws to like studio notes. Um, right. It does kind of feel like a lot of interference, right? Yeah, maybe. Like a Frankenstein's monster. Because right. it, yeah, like there's a lot of that, like, inexplicable, gross-out stuff. And and the crazy scene with Getty Watanabe from... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that scene? <laughs> yeah, like, what was that about? So Jason Siegel like, doesn't want to go to class at 9 o'clock on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. whole scene is set up to like make a diversion, right, for him to get out of class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's, a, a flashback, right? Yeah, and to... it's filmed very like well, he's like, like a kung fu movie, like Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, Godzilla, right? Yeah, like kaiju. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the fuck that scene was about. <laughs> it's not good. Right. No, no, but uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I just wish there was better scenes to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I wish... Uh... Well, Jason Schwartzman's piano song... Oh, great. It's really good. It's really funny. It's the, fucked the up. Very it's end of At yeah. the very really... end. Yeah. Uh, so, where where are we with the plot? Should we just wrap up the plot at this point? Uh, yeah, it's not a... It's not yeah. a surprising plot or no. anything like that so right um so uh ethan exposes the scam to angela yeah so uh ethan tries to get close to angela using the intel provided by our three guys but it doesn't go well because ethan's just naturally like <laughs> a weirdo uh but then Devin sawa and angela have a connection and they get close, and then Ethan sees that, you know, sees this happening, and he sees them having sex, right? Yeah, he films them. He films them having sex in the uh, gym? Pool? It's like at a pool. Pool, yeah. yeah. The campus pool. Um, and then Ethan shows that video to... Uh, uh, Jason Siegel, and Jason Michael Siegel, Morona. and Mike Morona, and exposes him for kind of selling them out. Um, and yeah, then we're basically at the end of the movie. And then also at this point, Angela has realized what kind of what Devin saw was all about, or that he's like not what he seems. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, uh, so then what happens? This movie's so stupid, it's by the way. So <laughs> it was so hard to. I just watched this movie yesterday and I was like, what happened in this movie? Yeah, that's how it feels every time you watch it. Um, um, I mean, I think they just like resolve the plot by him going into her final exam yeah. and like yeah. confessing everything. Ruining it. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's like the uh, longest scene in the movie. Yeah. So, hey, but I know I've made you really mad, but I'm also going <laughs> to embarrass you in front of like 60 people. And possibly fail um, your exam. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel like in a real world situation, like she would have gotten in a lot of trouble. A if, lot of trouble, yeah. Yeah. If, you know, if some guy just came in and started talking to her during the yeah. final, but pretty self-serving, uh, if you will. Mhm. <laughs> uh, but also before that, we forgot that um that they so Devin Sawa and Michael Morona and uh Jason Siegel kind of work things out and right. they decide to get revenge on Ethan and sabotage his uh, interview at the law firm that he wants to get a job at. So it's kind of like a, like a little bit of a heist movie ending where they all like, they say like, Oh yeah, you thought we were doing it this way, but we were doing it this way. And we were planning on screwing this character over the whole time or sort of, yeah, they do that. Um, Devin Sawa pretends to be Ethan at the yeah. law firm and then just like, oh yeah, my main interests are like smoking doobies yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. like that's, Busting caps yeah. and asses. Yeah. 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 And Whitey, funny. Whitey's asses or the whatever. Da- that's the dad from um, uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Geeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also uh, from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joe yeah. Flaherty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the who, interviewer. Yeah, who we know is the guy from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also know yeah, I him from. I, also, I have seen Freaks and Geeks also. But yeah, yeah I, I my first thought is still uh-huh. Happy Gilmore, even though I know it's probably a more of a Freaks and Geeks connection. For yeah. Oh, he's a great scene in Detroit Rock City, where he's the priest. Oh yeah, and he's tripping on mushrooms. Uh huh. And he says to the nun, "Hey, Sister Gonorrhea, what are you looking at?" <laughs> I haven't seen uh, Detroit Rock City in like twenty. Does two years it does still funny up. yeah it's really good um uh yeah but people i think a little bit older than us like my dad for example would know him from like sctv because uh, i think when i saw happy gilmore my dad was like oh yeah it's the guy from sctv <laughs> and i was like what's that dad um he's like only dads yeah. understand mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's in this movie um uh well and then uh, okay so at the at the uh final exam uh ethan comes in after dave's like confessing to angela and then um jim rash catches ethan with the blue book that dave like wrote his phone number on during the Mm -hmm. midterm yeah and that was that was how dave like fucked it all up by writing on that and giving it to Angela, mm-hmm. but but it just got left there, and then um, Ethan took it way back in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then he had possession of the stolen blue book, got which it. then gets Ethan expelled. Like mm-hmm. so, then Jim Rash like chases him out of the yeah the the room, and that's kind of how Ethan is like dealt with. But they still get 
expelled, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they uh, they learn how to print uh, college degrees. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right. Scam. The ending is ridiculous. That like that pan out scene on the uh, on the rooftop yeah. where they're Devin, all like, "We're gonna be together forever." Right? Devin sounds like, <laughs> like, "And I became a better person, but only because I said so." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no exactly. character arc. No, not at all. No, for no one. Like, did you tell her that your her mom gave yeah. <laughs> because you were lying? Also, the thing about college degrees, and maybe this is like insider information, <laughs> you can just say you have one. Most jobs don't check. <laughs> like, you can just say, "Yeah, I went to that school," and they're not gonna check. I mean, obviously, some places. Do. Now we don't endorse this. Yeah. Oh, go for it! I feel like that's how Dan has gotten every job he's ever gotten. <laughs> that's not true. Well, I don't have any jobs that are prestigious sure. enough. But, um, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's I don't know. It's just funny. Like, yeah, we can print college degrees. Like, who cares? No one even looks. It, it sits in your house if you have one. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't go to college. Just, <laughs> just yeah. say that you went to college. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you get anything out of this show, <laughs> that's it. Save don't the money and the college. stress. I mean, I, I do think there's a conversation that needs to be had about the societal pressure to go to college, which then puts you in debt for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you have to work five <laughs> jobs like Cool Ethan. Yeah, because we're not we're not the other crew. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel bad for Cool Ethan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in some of these scenes. Yeah, and then um, he'll do something that you're just like, oh, I mean, yeah, he just I don't feel bad it, for yeah, you. like hair doll stuff. Um, <laughs> he's got yeah, a the hair doll. Like in, that's right. Like a like Angelica's shrine from Hey Arnold. It reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, hair doll, the candle wax stuff. Even the smelling of the hair in the first, like, or the collecting mm-hmm. of her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a new shampoo? <laughs> um. Well, there's even the scene where he has sex with the hair doll. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, like, uh, jerks off um, <laughs> when he, she, like, says, oh, you have to s- sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he, like, does it in between the pillows of the, the cushions of the couch. <laughs> He like thinks twice about it for one second and then yeah, right. I, I don't know how you can fix this movie, but I think it might be better if he was like slightly more likable. Yeah, yeah. Or or less likable if that makes sense. Yeah, like push it. Yeah, or like a total villain or uh, less of a likable nerd. I don't know. Yeah, do you think it's because? I don't know, Jason Schwartzman tends to be likable that we like him. Yeah, I... I, Probably. I think so, because I don't think the movie really ever attempts to make him (laughs) likable. I think you only like him because he's, like, the only one doing anything interesting in the movie. Right, yeah, totally. That's so true. Like, acting choices and things like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's trying uh, a level harder than basically anyone else. Maybe the best actor trying something interesting. Because maybe, like, Seagull and some of those other guys are trying to do something, but uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, of the three main characters, the the the, the slacker, trio, trio, yeah. Uh, Seagull is, I guess, maybe the he's kind of the one where you're like, oh, I can see that there's something there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because he then go on to have more of a career than yeah. the other two. But. In terms of, like, character choices, like, Cool Ethan is obviously, like, the most interesting character in the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, 
sadly. He just also happens to be reprehensible. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Uh, so should we talk about the very last scene? The Cool Ethan's piano ballad? Yeah, do it. So good. Uh, <laughs> weird way to end the movie. Yeah. It is a, I mean, it's another element of the movie where you're like, oh, this feels like absurdist humor or whatever mm-hmm. in what is yeah mostly a straightforward mm-hmm. like college gross out comedy or whatever yeah but like it's yeah i mean there's almost thing like that scene feels like something that jason schwartzman had direct input on right mm-hmm. it yeah because, because yeah. it sounds like a coconut records or even mm-hmm. yeah it does some of the fan- early phantom planet mm-hmm. stuff um yeah yeah it's weird. it's weird this movie is a strange mix of like you said, yeah, it's like sometimes it's like kind of absurdist and like a punk version of these teen comedies. And then in some instances, it's just like one of those standard gross out comedies that were popular at the time. Uh, yeah, who knows if it was, you know, studio interference or what, but it did not turn out well. No, it's no. an awful movie. I wish Devin Sawa was here to... To give us the inside scoop. Yeah, if only we got Devin Sawa to be on this episode. Yeah, we should have given him a call. We should have, yeah, reached out to him and uh, <laughs> perhaps sent him a DM. <laughs> Maybe he would have responded. Maybe. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't even really have two like super negative things to say about Devin Sawa no. in this movie. No, mm. you kind of just forget about because him. he's just forgettable. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's a boring character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what's next? Should we do final judgments on slackers or yeah, does anybody maybe. have any final comments to make about the movie or mm. I know we were kind of like jumping all over the yeah, place. So maybe we, sorry, we but missed some so... things. I don't think it's anyone's fault. I think the movie scrambles your brains. Yeah. Yeah. To even think of like what's memorable about it. It's like takes a. A bit yeah. of some serious recall. Like I'm um, looking at our notes, and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I literally wrote, at one point, brain starts to shut down as a defense mechanism. We we really appreciate that you guys took notes for this. <laughs> <laughs> we were try- I don't know. We are trying to find something redeeming, and unfortunately, there's just not a whole lot to work with. Yeah. Are you looking over your notes, Dan? Uh, no, I was just getting all the box office oh, information sorry. and stuff that I need. I'm excited uh, to hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I guess I'll, I'll go first with final judgments. Um, um <laughs> I would probably give this movie, I'm sorry, but I would probably give it an F. I thought this was very bad. Um, uh, like, yeah, there were some moments where I was like, this has some potential but it was ultimately just like it just fell apart like in every scene uh so i would say i did not enjoy it and i would give this movie an f who wants to go next um uh you guys can go yeah harry gestured at me so uh i just i just (laughs) agree um with what you said um i think f is a perfect grade for this um Mm -hmm. i think that really encapsulates it all 
Um, it just falls flat. Even the parts that, like, you know, like, the funny parts are fleeting. It's very just, mm-hmm. yeah, the humor just falls so short. I think that there are, like, certain montages and, and certain things that I, I, I thought I saw, like, a better film in. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's a shame. It's a total shame that it didn't, I don't know. Like, the casting is good. I like, I want to like it so hard. You know, on paper, it looks like a fun time. Mm-hmm. Even just stupid fun, you know, which I'm all about. Uh, I think recently someone said, like, Road Trip is one of, like, a, a better um, type of this movie. And I agree. Uh, I would also agree. Yeah. So, unfortunately, just big fat, fat F for me, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, me but... too. I just feel yeah, just defeated by this movie. Just totally <laughs> defeated. This is... This is kind of off topic, but it reminded me of that movie um, Year Zero with like Jack Black and Michael Sarah. Oh, yes. Uh, which I uh, I remember thinking like, this is an awful movie, like a, a total F, but it was similar in that I like felt bad for kind of thinking that. That you wanted to like it yeah. at some point. Yeah, but it was yeah. like it couldn't have been worse. Um, <laughs> that's that kind of how I feel bad. about this movie. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, Harry, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna say F plus. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. There are scenes that I think um, I really enjoy. Genuinely, I I, I like the mm-hmm. the friendship montage. I think that's goofy and oh, that song. Really that's funny. a Blind Melon yeah. song, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, that's fun. I like that. I I like the acapella i saw the sign scene where he's kind of like oh Mm -hmm. i realized i'm an asshole um yeah and i like jason schwartzman's song at the end and there's a joke that always makes me laugh in spite of myself when uh the husband kisses the mom after she's given devin (laughs) and he Um. smacks his lips and goes hmm and I yeah. can't help but laugh uh, every time. So yeah, I'm gonna I'll, say based on that, I give it an F plus. That's where the okay. plus comes from. Yeah. That's yeah. I can. I know where you're coming from. At least you can acknowledge that it's yeah. in spite of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what What's that actor's name, by the way? I don't know. Plays he the looks dad. Looks like Ben Mendelsohn to me. Um, <laughs> he was like the principal from Forrest Gump, and he was um, Bernard on Lost. I can't remember his name. It's like Sam something. I was going to say Sam Shepard, but that's not it, obviously. Um. Uh, that guy that guy is kind of funny in this movie. That actor. Yeah, he's like a good character he's actor. doing a, a, a thing. Yeah. He's yeah. doing like a character that I guess I yeah. mean, is not like well fleshed out or anything, but it's like, I guess, kind of funny the way he's yeah. doing it. There are some good You know, he just like came cameos. into this m- yeah, yeah. yeah you know that guy just are there right there's definitely the bones of something better but it is still an f movie just because its lows are so low and i felt bad watching it like <laughs> I, I just didn't like i don't know like it, it it was just very uh offensive and annoying um, <laughs> at its worst and and that to me is a bigger crime than uh, than uh just being not good um so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it an f as well so this is an f movie across the board wow. right 
which I think is a first for this show. Really? Yeah. Uh, or maybe Snow Dogs we get Fs <laughs> across the board. I can't well, remember. That was what I was going to ask you, Andrew. Yeah. Now, uh, Kat and Harry were not uh, lucky enough to have yeah. to watch Snow Dogs. Yeah, you guys didn't have to watch Snow Dogs with us. Um, but would you rank this as lower than Snow Dogs, or would you rank it just above? So I, I actually did my list. Uh, I did too. For Because I've been doing like a running list for mm-hmm. 2002. Um, I have this one notch above Snow Dogs. Snow <laughs> wow. Dogs is still Snow Dogs Girl. is still my least favorite. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's I uh, like that comparison. So. Like I like the idea of ranking Snow Dogs against Slackers. <laughs> it would be a oh, good yeah, double feature and it you winning should, out, which is should get Dennis yeah. in on a double feature of Slackers yeah, and Snow Dogs. I don't know if we could get Dennis to De- watch this. Movie. Yeah. Dennis might not talk. To I was gonna say Dennis might not do the podcast anymore movie. after that. <laughs> But um, no, I don't know. Like Jim Rash made me laugh a couple times mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, so Jim Rash. At least, okay. at least there's that. You know, yeah. There's um, a lot of great character actors who are whose scenes are pretty funny. Absolutely, yeah. And again, like even though it feels longer, it's only 85 minutes. Like, and how long, yeah, how I was long able was to. Snow Dogs. Uh, Snow Dogs was I think a little bit longer, like probably an hour forty so by, six. I don't know. Jesus. By uh, that's yeah, just a guess. by being shorter, it's a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was definitely shorter than Roz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Which I watched this morning, and that was almost three hours. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, well, Snow Dogs is still uh, coming in at number two. Oh yeah. For the opening week or for uh, this weekend, wow. which is the weekend February first. So, yeah, we're gonna talk about the box office now and see where this movie lands. So, so Snow Dogs is still doing much better than this movie because this movie opened at number eleven. Oof! So uh, it made about two point seven eight million. It's opening weekend. Um, it's not a good opening, uh, and it only <laughs> ended up grossing five point two million dollars. Wow! Domestically, uh, added another one point one million internationally. So it did six point. Three, six point four, roughly, mm. uh, worldwide. So that is very bad. Um, I don't know what this movie's budget is. Let me take a look. I would think not high. Yeah, I would think so. And if it is high, it went to that Cameron Diaz. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Cameo. It went to Cameron. So it's not high, but it is higher than what it made. This movie had a four, an estimated budget of fourteen million. Okay. So it didn't even make half of its budget back. Damn. Uh, That's pretty bad. I guess it was seen as a bad movie from the get-go, which is a testament (laughs) to audience goers, I think, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think it had a big, like, star. Harry thought it was... Devin Sawa would have been the biggest. Harry thought it was direct-to-video when we first watched it, but... It feels like direct to comedy central yeah (laughs) it feels like porn and chicken quality a comedy central original movie it definitely feels like one of those movies that would air on comedy central forever Mm -hmm. um uh just really quick like side note talking about that cameron diaz cameo i did laugh when that like dream sequence ended and you kind of hear jason schwartzman say 
uh, take my pants off. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he's like, I think that's, again, a testament that like, it's not that Jason Schwartzman's not funny. It's not that these characters aren't funny. It's that they weren't given a lot. Yeah, to work like with. something went wrong. Something went horribly, horribly wrong like in if, the process. If they did a like a prequel that was a character study of Jason <laughs> Schwartzman's character, mm-hmm. it's just Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> it's because uh, they they yeah. do allude to him spending time in a hospital. Mm-hmm. So there might be a, <laughs> a right. story there that Jason Schwartzman could make shine. Oh, that was something I also laughed at. Like, why was he so opposed to going to a hospital? Yeah, he's like, like not a hospital. They never explain that. Well, because well, they're like, it's I a laughed. really nice hospital. And he goes, that's what they said last time. So that's that's what makes me think he might have lived. He might have been committed prior to college or something. I laughed at that because they didn't explain why he was so opposed. Yeah. I think the devil uh, is in the Weird details. movie. Very weird movie. Uh, so should we move on to the critical... Mm-hmm. the the rotten tomato score yeah um let's let's hear those guesses what do you think it's at um i'll i'll guess first if you guys want to kind of think about yeah. it yeah uh i'm gonna say extremely low i'll say like six percent wow i already know like maybe maybe like a couple yeah. guys so oh did you say. guys like look it i up? didn't okay. i i did so i'm not so you say. gave it a six andrew yeah, I'll guess like it got us like six percent. Like maybe a couple critics I, stood up for it. I feel like what a walk to remember was in like the twenty sevens, if I remember correctly. So something like judging that. by yeah. that, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a an eleven percent. Okay. Uh, well, you were very close. It's ten percent. Ah, ten. Okay. I, I still keep meaning to, to see if it's possible to get, like, a snapshot of Rotten Tomatoes from Back February 2002. Yeah. Because there are, like, internet tools that let you look at, like, cash aid versions of yeah. websites and stuff. So I, I keep meaning to do that. I have not done that yet. So that's what it's currently at. Um, yeah. I... I mean, I imagine that's pretty close to what it was back then, too. Um, there there are some interesting critics who gave it positive reviews, though. Like, mm-hmm. the guy from Variety um, at the time gave it a positive. <laughs> Who's the guy oh, from Variety? Like, Pete Hammond? Oh, no, no. Pete Hammond was Maxim. Maxim. Yeah. Uh, no, Robert Keller. Mm. Nylon um, Magazine is the um, blurb on the cover. And it, it, mm-hmm. uh, it says, all in all, this movie rocks. <laughs> uh, I that is one thing I do love uh, seeking out some of those old reviews so that you can see the context in which that quote was actually yeah, said right. because a lot of the time it's like boy if this movie was yeah. different it yeah. would rock or something like that yeah. <laughs> I mean it's yeah. never quite that it's bad like this movie rocks of... like it sank to the bottom of the, <laughs> yeah. the river or something <laughs> there is always more context yeah. to those quotes that um, changes your perception of, of the review like I always think of Roger Ebert's review of Austin Powers <laughs> uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me because his review was like a pretty negative review <laughs> like a two star review and he was like this movie's very bad but it's got some big laughs and of course <laughs> on the dvd says cover it says big laughs, big laughs in quotes yeah. um uh but yeah so slackers not well reviewed 
Yeah, uh, what do you think the meta score is? Uh, uh, so the Rotten Tomato score was 10, right? Yeah. Uh, 20. That's my guess. 20 for uh, the meta score. I'm going to say 14. Okay. Uh, Harry, do you know this one also? I don't. So I'm going to guess... Okay. And you know how the meta score works, right? You know what this is. It's a zero to a hundred scale. Basically, uh, the meta score is like what the average the, score of the movie was. Yeah, so, like, like the average review itself. Yeah. So yeah. like, if if this movie got, you know, mostly negative reviews, but they were all five out of ten, the meta score would be like fifty. Yeah. So it's a little different than Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess 35. Wow. Okay. So I said 20. Harry said 35. And Kat, what did you say again? 14, which... 14. Probably low. Pretty good. It's... No, it's pretty good. It's 12. Oh, Oh, shit. That's a lot of... That that must have been a Ebert zero uh, really weighing it down there. It's still not the lowest review uh, movie that we've uh, watched for this podcast. Was that Snow Dogs? I think 88 Minutes. 88 minutes oh. which, is, which is not even a 2002 yeah movie, which is just a movie we did like as a i don't know episode. a bonus uh that was like a seven you guys yeah. really sold that movie to me i've i've been wanting to watch it ever you since. should it's uh, a pretty good time harry you should yeah. it sounds like <laughs> something it's, i would it's, enjoy so not all f not all movie f's are created equal mm-hmm. that's a movie i would also give an f but i would say you will have a much better time watching that movie yeah. than this movie right it's a ter- terrible movie but it's a blast yeah. yeah yeah and this is a yeah. terrible movie and it's not a blast yeah i think like the next 3 years or however long of our podcast it's going to take us to do this whole <laughs> thing it's just going to be us constantly trying to sell people on the idea of watching 88 minutes yeah. which is a 2000 like Eight movie <laughs> yeah um but yeah watch 88 minutes that's our review of slack <laughs> yeah. that will be the blurb <laughs> yeah uh yeah i can't believe i watched slackers yesterday uh, for the first time i mean i can't believe that it took you that long <laughs> it, not not in a way that like oh you're missing out right. but just yeah like it just Felt it, very much of the the moment, and I'm surprised that you never got around to it. Yeah, uh, no, I watched it, and I was like, I completely see how this movie existed back then. How it would have had fans. Yeah, how it would have been like kind of well received, or maybe not well received, but people would have like kind of enjoyed it. Um, people would have some, you know, people would have gravitated because yeah. I remember liking it. Yeah, I, I remember liking too. it. Yeah. yeah, I liked yeah. it. Yeah, he liked it until we rewatched it last year. Yeah. Well, like in yeah. his, I mean, in his mind, yeah, he liked it. <laughs> That's how I would treat Scary Movie One. Don't rewatch <laughs> it. If you have any fondness for it, just just keep it there. Yeah, but Scary Movie uh, Two still tracks. And watch Eighty Eight Minutes. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't speak to Scary Movie. <laughs> yeah, but I I can see how Slackers got made in the year two thousand two. I don't think mm-hmm. it would ever come close to being made nowadays. Yeah, what's but... the closest no, thing to like different. a gross-out comedy now? Like, oh right, they well, still. It seems like super well, bad. Like the gender flip, super bad seems to be the new gross-out teen comedy. Where it's like, what was that one we watched um, recently? We yeah, did... it was good. 
Uh, we watched. Well, Booksmart is probably what yeah. you're talking about when you say no, like the gender flip. There's a newer one flipped. that we watched like last week. That was great. Yeah. But then there was. Um, Oh god! Plan B. Yeah, it was called Plan B. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Really good. Really funny. And that was very funny. And there was a lot of gross out, you know, humor, but done in like a but, way that makes yeah. kind of sense and handled a little more yeah. carefully. Yeah. Yeah. The gross out humor is a lot more palatable when it's not like white men at the expense of everyone <laughs> who isn't a white man. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I guess I kind of think of like blockers being in that too, which is also like a gender swapped version of the super. I haven't seen that formula. Blockers, cool. Blockers is not bad. Cool. Yeah, uh, that's like I mean, like I don't know. Uh, one of the big sight gags in that is like John Cena butt chugging beer. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty. And funny. so that's that's like you know that's that's a that's a gross out <laughs> gag or whatever. It's a good sell. It's not. It's not at the expense of anyone, you know. Yeah, other so than John Cena. Kind of like, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that movie's okay. I haven't seen it in uh, yeah since theaters. I saw I that. Thinking it was alright. Yeah, I saw that in theaters during the Movie Pass days. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. the the golden age of Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. A year when I saw like more movies yeah. than most years. We saw Action Park with you during that. Uh, yeah, is that what that movie was called? Action Park. Oh, I don't yeah. think that was no, what it was a, called. That's the documentary that, about oh. Action Park. Oh, but you're thinking What's of the, the Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, we saw that with you during your um, movie pass time, I think. Yeah, I can't remember what that movie's called at this exact moment in time, but that movie was awful. Yeah, that's how no <laughs> what one movie. I don't even know exactly. What we're um, about. Uh, it was based on the park from Action Park, um, but it was with Johnny Knoxville and. Uh, Chris Pontius and uh, I, I guess I have to look it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking already it up on too. it. I'm already on it. Everybody's yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, action point. Action, action point. point. Okay. Yeah, it's got the very like National Lampoon looking poster. Which sure. Is, like the yeah. illustrated. Uh, yeah. Animal uh, House style. Uh, and it, it's not, it wasn't like a hidden camera movie, but it's not like Bad Trip or something like that, but, or like Bad Grandpa, but it was, I think the stunts were real, uh, were real. Like there was no like CGI involved in the stunts. It just sounds like Hot Rod to me, <laughs> but not as good as Hot Rod. Nowhere near. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a high bar. <laughs> I can't even remember why we all saw that together. It's probably just because it was in theaters. Probably. You might have seen everything schedules. else that was playing. Yeah. yeah. I think I was just like, hey, do you guys want to see Action Point? Yeah, go to Kamal Palace and see Action uh, Point. Mm-hmm. It's a little inside baseball. <laughs> Kamal Palace, local Indian restaurant. Right next to a movie theater. I mean, that's yeah. one of my... I mean, it was. Not, not anymore. Not for a couple of years now. But yeah. that was one of my favorite things to do on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Is just go to Kamal Palace eat the lunch buffet and then uh and then just sit in a movie theater way too full yeah <laughs> so full man hours. that's nostalgic yeah the good old days this is like a commercial for <laughs> Palace. No. well yeah. kamal palace is a lot better than the movie slackers absolutely yeah. uh, i spend 80 minutes wh- at, at kamal palace over it- watching <laughs> Slackers they might anytime. they might kick you yeah. out after a few minutes. <laughs> they might. But yeah, you could try. They're so nice. Maybe we'll give us a yeah. shot. We'll, we'll um, pay double. Yeah, 
one like very random thing I want to bring up uh, as far as like our movie going experiences go. Do you two remember when I talked you into seeing uh, Black Hat? Yes, uh, like, I was night? just thinking about that. We went and to a midnight show. I was show. actually like, going to bring it up. I like somehow convinced like nine people to go people. see that with me at midnight yeah. and everybody hated it when we walked out. I hated that movie more than Slackers. Well, it was like, yeah. it was like double the length. We didn't get yeah. out until so right. late. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, about like what a movie just like, I think we, the fact that we can say that we saw it on, um, you know, the midnight showing is yeah. like... Pretty... We we might be the only group of people that like went as a group to see that movie. I think so. Like, group of... uh, that movie made like two million dollars. Yeah, that movie yeah. made no money. So we really were a proportion of that. I just remember getting off work one night and I was like, I kind of want to go see Black Hat at midnight. And then whoever heard me say that was like, okay. And then like a bunch of people were like, all right, let's go with you. And everybody was mad at me <laughs> when we left that movie. Um, a movie that has gone on to have like kind of a cult. Uh, Black Hat rules. Wait, really? I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've rewatched fun? it a couple times. Yeah. I guess it deserves uh, a rewatch. Maybe it's just not. I know you guys are probably like, oh, I remember hating that movie, but. Maybe it's not uh, great to watch when you're already tired. Yeah. It might have just been yeah. it at the time. Did they add scenes where things happen? There's a, <laughs> there's a director's cut that is a little better. Is it a little um, shorter? Um, I don't know. I've no. never seen the director's cut. I, I bought the Blu ray. You can watch it online. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just thought of that as a movie that we all saw together. Yeah, I, I also distinctly remember seeing that. Yeah. That's so um, funny. But, uh, yeah, so that's about, I think that's about it for the Slackers episode. Does anybody have anything else to add or? No. Dan's shaking his head. No. No. I'm still not going to throw it away. No, you're going to keep it forever. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you own it. Yeah. yeah, it was. I. I. Uh, it was given to me by my tutor for my birthday. Hmm. Yeah, and I hadn't seen it since I'd rented it. Because I was, yeah. I had to think about what you were saying there. That your your tutor gave it to you. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me this and the Big Lebowski. Nice. Very sounds like a cool tutor. Yeah, he was, he was cool. Nice. Uh, well, yeah. When are you guys going to come back on the show? Have we, uh, have we talked about that? Um, well, when are you guys... I think we've got, we've got a few episodes, like, booked as far as guests go, but, uh... I definitely would like to do Cabin Fever. Yeah, and Cabin Fever, I think, is... I think I was telling you, it's not officially a 2002 movie because it came out in theaters in 03, but we could maybe do, like, an exception. Is like a festival run? Yeah, it was a festival movie, I think, uh, maybe Sundance or something. And if no uh, one's claimed Clockstoppers... I don't think anybody... <laughs> no, definitely no one's claimed <laughs> Uh You know what? Maybe Chris Baker, or I don't know if I should say his name, but maybe somebody <laughs> has... Uh, Expressed some interest in Clockstoppers, but oh wait, yeah, you're right. He did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but there's no reason that we couldn't all do that together. That would be really. Fun. You said you had someone yeah. for um, Crossroads, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, but again, like, there's no reason I think we couldn't do like a big. And wasn't there a James Bond that year? 
Oh, of course. Yeah. Ooh, die another yeah. day. Does someone claim die in another like day. Three years we'll be getting around to that. <laughs> uh no. That that's probably gonna be an epic episode. Pencil me in, please. Uh we're getting Lee Tomahori for that one, the director. <laughs> <laughs> Not Halle Berry. Um, She's I can't I can't we can't She's book Halle Berry. We can maybe book yeah. Ro- Rosamund Lee Tomahori. Rosamund Pike, yeah. She would or who was the bad guy in that from uh, Fast and the Furious? Uh, Rick Yoon. Rick Yoon, yeah. Um, or or the, Madonna. The English guy. What's the English guy's name? I uh, don't remember. Uh, Toby something? Yeah. Are you guys um, looking forward to um, Big Fat Liar? I am. Much. I couldn't be looking more forward to Big Fat Liar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's one of the movies on on uh, the list that I'm most excited for. That that is our next months. episode, right? Mm-hmm. Frankie Muniz yeah. did some good uh, promo for you guys. He tweeted about its 20th year. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, anniversary. Just happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, uh, or it's just about to happen. Yeah, because that was uh, early February. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Maybe American Psycho 2? Uh, we could do a special direct-to-video episode for that. It's very difficult to watch. It's it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've never seen American Psycho 2. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I never I didn't finish it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> uh, with Shatner, right? Mhm. And, and Mila Kunis. Yeah. Uh Well, yeah, I guess we should probably wrap it up. We've been we've been talking about this movie for a while now. Way longer than it deserves. <laughs> like twice the length of the movie, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, don't watch Slackers. Or, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe watch Slackers. I don't know. So you can share in our I mean, it's misery. on Amazon Prime. If, yeah. you, if, if it's, on, it's on Amazon Prime, if you really yeah. are curious for whatever reason. Um, if you want to see what movies were like 20 years ago. Yeah. See what it was, yeah. what the climate was like back then. Yeah, dip your toes uh, into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we'll be coming back at you next week with our episode on Big Fat Liar. Very. Exciting. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they didn't say anything about a little blue man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very excited actually to talk about Big Fat Liar. Uh, Big Fat Liars movie I've seen probably like five times. Wow. Yeah. I it's enjoyed five. that movie quite a bit when I was younger. We liked it, even though I think we were maybe a, a smidge too old to, to actually really like it. Yeah, I think it because it kind of had like some kind of adult jokes and Hollywood inside. Yeah. Paul Giamatti, right? Giamatti yeah. Yeah. in it. Uh, I mean, Giamatti, Giamatti gives it his all in that movie. Martin yeah. Wolf. I mean, that... That scene where he's dancing to Duran Duran. Hungry like the wolf. I'll never forget <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you know, give us a review on uh, iTunes. and You're stealing my lines now? Well, sorry. I didn't know if you were going to do it. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give us a little love on social media or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, why don't we just let me stick to doing that oh, for the future? Yeah. It sounds weird when you say it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, yeah, so give us a review and we'll 
<laughs> we'll see you next time. Sorry. <laughs> there's a bug. <laughs> oh, there's a bug. Yeah, it's terrifying. Well, we'll leave that. Okay, in. sorry. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything to plug? Um, oh yeah, any plugs on your end? I did rehearse this with Harry earlier, so Harry has an Instagram um, uh-huh. called HPC Madden, I believe, and he posts photos of dogs and cats that he comes across. And uh, in the future, he might try to pivot into some mo- some horror movie talking on there. I have an Instagram, um, cat flowers, cat underscore flowers, and I try to sell some tie-dye every once in a while. So that's those are the pluggables. I did it. First plug. Nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tag you both Thank you. in the show post. Thanks yeah. for taking advantage of the, the plug-in yeah, section. really need to get it out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, every time we ask people, they're just like, no. Yeah, yeah. that was my first <laughs> time. Okay. And then I thought yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, Dennis like, is always like, uh, no. <laughs> nope, don't I mean, don't look me up. I, uh, we, yeah. had, we had the, unf- the uh, misfortune of catching Dennis after he had just done a bunch of singing gigs. Yeah, so that's right. he wasn't able to actually plug any of them oh. because they had all happened yeah. by the time his episode came out. So. Right. Yeah, and maybe one day we'll do an episode with... You two, Dennis, and us. That would be beautiful. We'll get, like, We'd love that. The whole group together. We miss him. We right? do miss Dennis. You, love you, Dennis. You have to edit that episode. <laughs> yeah. I, sure, I can edit that episode. <laughs> uh, it'll just take like an extra two weeks to come out. <laughs> so, awesome. Uh-oh. Uh, but I mean, this is your day job, so you should have plenty of time. Yeah, that's right. Um <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. We've done a lot of uh, endings for this particular episode. <laughs> Lord of the Rings style. <laughs> Return of the King. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we'll we'll see you next time. Adios. 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 Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm going to stop it.